Hey there, everybody! Welcome to episode seven of Good Hang. Hello, seven, dude, seven episodes. That's crazy. That's like three short of ten. That's four short of math. Yeah, it is. Oh gosh. So, John, uh, today we are in full cosplay. Yeah, why are you wearing that? Why are you wearing that? Why are you wearing that weird thing? I I don't know, man. You're gonna have to see what that weird thing is. We're dressed up in honor of San Diego Comic Con, yeah. and you can find out what this cosplay is by checking out some video on our Facebook page. We're yeah. gonna upload that right after this. Um, but yeah, uh, we we talk a little bit as usual to you guys, the fans, the important ones. Yep. We, cover we give some bit. tourist advice of what to do when you're in Singapore from two people that are clearly locals. Yeah. <laughs> talk about food though. We know our food though. I think. I think we know so our food pretty well. And we also play a couple rounds of Would You Rather. Yeah, you're welcome, Kay. We did it. <laughs> and in uh, What You've Been Up To, John talks about his upcoming trip to Alaska where he's going to be an official thing. Yeah. We won't Ooh. see what that thing is. I'm going to be an official thing. That, that's called a teaser, John. Hey, Nathan's been tired. I've been. As usual. Jeez. <laughs> I promise this is going to end soon. He's been filming. He's doing a good thing. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but what was in the news this week, John? We had a couple of things. We had crazy people going on stage at the theater. A lot of handphone etiquette talk there. A lot of handphone etiquette talk. A lot, a lot of technology etiquette. And of course, we cover um, San Diego Comic-Con. Which basically, because it's only day one, we talked about a lot about Star Wars. It evolved into basically Star, Star Wars, Wars talk. talk which it was good. Not a bad thing. It was fun. Favorite thing we talked about, finally, we talked about our favorite board games. Because we are nerds. We are very, very nerd. These are fun games. So you guys should check that out. <laughs> Speaking of check that out, what did we check out, Nathan? Uh, we we went through the stuff that we checked out last week, so remember the Titans as well and, as Rick and Morty, yep. and you're gonna have to listen to find out what we check out this week. So guys, thanks so much for sticking around. Enjoy this episode. Coming up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you almost, almost fell out my chair. <laughs> you almost fell off your chair. Yeah, no, enjoy the episode. See ya. Yeah. You don't have as angular a jaw as Robert yeah. Downey. You get that a lot. Yeah, you actually all the time. Like, the, 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 John, the problem with you is that your jaw is not nearly as chiseled as Robert Downey Jr.'s. Everything else, though. Totally. Yeah, but everything else is the same. We even do the same amount of coke. Wait, don't talk. Okay. <clears throat> uh, this is good pod. Yep. Great things to do on audio. Yeah. It's okay, but people all watch the video, so it makes sense. But for the video, I'm gonna like put cut my this, mask. Yeah. No, like just cut this and put this at the. Oh end. yeah, we're gonna cut it, but I'm gonna put my mask on first, so it's like a reveal. Uh, Ouch. Um, feels kind of good. Mascara on the skin feels good. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we're good. <clears throat> I'm gonna throw this away now. <laughs> okay, let me just make sure my shit's ready to go. Alrighty. Um, so I just drew a goatee on John with some mascara. Not the first time. Not the first no, time. Not the first time. And the last time. <laughs> if you're wondering what it is exactly we're doing here, um, we're we're getting ready to record the show for real, and we we have um, come to this podcast recording in full cosplay. Totes. In honor of the San Diego Comic Con, the annual nerd fest that's going on as we speak right now. So yeah, we are in full costume uh, as our own kind of like little things. <laughs> I just kind of told John like cosplay up. Like it can yeah. be as elaborate or as shit as you want it to be. Just come dressed up for the podcast. 
I know it's stupid to come to an audio recording dressed up, yep. but that's why we're, we're taking a video. We're taking a video and we're going to upload on Facebook. And uh, Should we do something specifically for the video, though? Like, check out our podcast type stuff. I'm waving my hands. Like, no, but I don't know. Should we like have like a little min- like a one minute segment that's just for the video? Oh yeah, sure. At some point, but like right now, um, I have this, all these ideas. Like, this one's this one's for the podcast listener, the oh, dedicated okay. listener. Uh, we are currently recording a video of us in full cosplay. Yep. And um, it's 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 gonna be up on Facebook if yep. you're if you're vaguely interested in how. Should we tell up. them what we are, or should we just let it let, it, let the video? No, speak I think, for I think we can we can explain our costumes. We okay. can explain our costumes. So, John, uh, what are you dressed up as? I'm Iron Man. A little bit on the nose there, don't you think? Well, I think the 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 goatee really makes it. The goatee makes it. Yeah. Okay, so for the listeners, John is wearing an Iron Man mask. Yep. With a mascara on um, goatee. Goatee. Right there. And he has a. Iron. Yes, it is. Like a actual iron. By the brand Farfalla. Shout out. Plugged into his chest. Yep. Via tape. Shout out to tape. So, <laughs> that's his cosplay outfit. Good Total job, price, John. $30-ish. Good job, John. Yeah, this is a... Actually, I wore this uh, from Halloween two years ago, and I recreated it. Back when I did it, though, all this right here on the on the, on the the iron was... This is white now. It was all gold. Painted it. Oh, actually, that, that, I mean the white and dark red kind of goes. That's like the Mark Fifty Two or something like that. I don't yeah, know. but um, there's no. But you need the gold though. The gold's iconic colors. Yeah, the gold is iconic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I am dressed up as the worst thing. I, I think it's great. I think it's amazing. So um, I don't know if you can guess, um, but I am currently wearing a cowboy hat, a mm-hmm. leather jacket, a badge, a sheriff's badge. And, and not black face, but white face. My face is completely white. Guess what I am, John? Wait, wait, hold on. What's the? Where did you get that white stuff from? What is that? It's just powder. Man, you are White Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> I am a White Walker, Texas Ranger. White Walker, Texas. Well, here's the thing. He told me earlier because it took me a while to guess. But here's the thing, Nathan. Do you watch Game of Thrones? I don't. I do not watch that show. Nathan, do you watch Walker, Texas Ranger? I do not watch that show. What a poser! No, <laughs> 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 I didn't know what a I didn't know what a White Walker was. I just knew that was a thing because like Game of Thrones is a big enough show that it permeates through all kinds of like pop culture yep. or whatever. So I didn't have to watch a show to hear the name White Walker. So I thought, oh, you know, if I could be hip, I'm gonna be a White Walker for um for my cosplay so adventure. But I don't quite know what a White Walker looks like. So yeah, I'm, I'm wearing I'm, I'm dressed up like. White, white this walker. This badge is the best, though. Yeah, right? Did you just make that? I just made that yes. out of paper and tape. Amazing. So, yeah. I, I'm dressed as the White Walker. He's dressed as Iron Man. And we are here for episode 7 of Good Hang Podcast. Hey. So, let's officially start this thing, John. Welcome to episode 7 of Good Hang. Hello, everyone. If you forgot my names, our <laughs> names, my name's John. I'm Nathan. Right on. If, if this episode were the number of days that I give you to create the universe you would have one day of rest yeah you have a little extra day yeah take a chill pill yeah all right <laughs> you know what i don't get what do you do on the eighth day on the eighth day i mean that's how the week was created right yeah but like, who, okay. who the hell decided like 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 days a year who decided i, I think that? the sun did the sun did mostly the sun no, no but see like i feel like if 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 like say you were to have a kid like tomorrow and you told that kid there are only Wait, like, who you been talking to? <laughs> Who's, which which one is it? 
<laughs> I won't say. I won't say. But say I, like I want a paternity test. Say you're raising a child, okay, and like you tell this child that oh, there's 30 hours in a day, 52 days a week, and three weeks in a year. Yeah, my kid's gonna be pretty dumb then. I mean. But you could ra- you can technically raise like a whole city of people that believe in that, and they wouldn't be any more wrong. And like, who decided like the, the rubrics? I don't know. This is a dumb question to ask. No, well, it's like well, the sun is up for a certain amount of time. It the, takes the the Earth a certain amount of time to go around the. Shut up, basically. <laughs> but the sun rises and sets in, at different times in, in different parts of the world. So, like, say for example, like when I was in Sweden mm-hmm. uh, during the winter, the sorry during the summer, the winter the sun wouldn't set till like twelve thirty a.m. You know, so I don't know, man. I think just some smart people were like, okay, at this point of the year, it's exactly halfy halfy. It's the equinox. We should call it that the equinox because it's equal. And it turns out to be 12 hours or something. I don't know. Smarter people than us figure this out. But let's just go with it. It's so much trouble. Let's just go with it, man. You're the man, Nostradamus. Was he the guy that did it? No, that's the guy who predicted a bunch of stuff that may or not may not have come true. Okay. I don't know history. Clearly. He predicted 9-11. He did. He listened. <sighs> Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> hey. All right, so, John, what are we going to do today? I think we're going to read some people's shit. We're going to read your shit. That got creepy. Listen to us talk all day. You've got things you want to say. All you do is ask. Because we read your shit. Alright, first up, okay. I don't think it's any better that, like, my face is completely white right now. Yeah. It's powdered up. I know, like, this makes no sense to you, listener, but, like, my face is completely powdered what up. What is that? Is that baby powder? It's baby powder. It was slightly mentholated, so... Oh, that the, sounds painful. The first, the first minute and a half hurt a little bit. <laughs> it was so worth it, though. You're a white walker Texas Ranger, yeah. you are. We should we should stop the video at some point, right? We're still, ta- we're still taking video of this. Yeah. Yeah, we can stop the video. Why? Uh, I, I still feel like we should have a little teaser, like you know, sure, like, yeah. Let, let, let's let's tease we, something to the camera should we right now. Record that, and then should that be part of the audio podcast, or is it just the video podcast? That let's make let's make the media. let's let's make the audio podcast as unfiltered as possible because I want you guys to see here the process behind this. Okay, okay so we're gonna do a little. I guess so. This is what we're doing, right? I, yeah. Just so we're clear. Yes. We're gonna shoot a little like fifteen second thingy that, that advertises episode seven. Yes, the teaser. Yes, and then we're gonna put on social medias. Yes. All right, let me put my mask on to reveal. Ready? Yeah. All right. Hey there, everybody. I'm Nathan. And I'm Iron Man. And, all right. (laughs) And this is the Good Hang Podcast. Uh, we this is our Facebook page. Welcome to our Facebook page. Uh, We are currently in the process of recording episode seven. That's right. Take off your damn mask, John. Hey. Iron. Why are we dressed like this? Because it is in honor of San Diego Comic-Con. Comic-Con! The annual nerd fest that goes on every year. Ironically, Marvel not a part of Comic-Con this year. Really? Yeah. Huh. We talk about that more on episode 7 of Good Hang. Check us out! I guess we do. And we're out. Yeah. That took a little bit longer than 15 seconds. Did Eh. did you intend it for it to be like an Instagram thing? No, right? I don't know. It could be. Is is the maximum of Instagram only fifteen seconds? Yeah. I don't know. I'm new to Instagram. I don't understand these things. And we can do that later. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna turn off the uh, camera. Go for it. All right. Back to you, listener. Back to you. Okay. We're gonna read your shit because you send us stuff, and we want to thank you for that. Thank you guys for telling a friend. Thank you guys for spreading the good word about the good hang. And, you know, we want to hear what you have to say because you really do provide a lot of content for us. Yeah, we care about you. We want to take care of you. So Also because we're kind of lazy. So, you know, provide us with stuff to talk about, please. Yeah. 
Okay, so let's go to this e- into the email bag. Thing. Email contact email. at goodhangpodcast.com. <laughs> Is that email? Uh, yes. yes. Contact at goodhangpodcast.com. Email us. And this email was from my friend, not my friend, but a guy. A guy. <laughs> Named John you Kevin. I'm on the ball. I'm on <laughs> the ball. I, I copied and pasted his message, but I forgot to copy and paste his name. So this is Kevin. Oh, it's not from the email. It's actually from a fan submission on the website, which goes to the email. Same thing. Anyway, Kevin's basically saying he's going to be in Singapore. Hey, welcome to August. Singapore. He's from Australia. Welcome to Singapore, mate. He called. He called his mate in his little email there from Sydney, Australia, and he's basically asking us what's some fun things to do. In Singapore, especially with the SG50 coming up. Ooh, dang. Yeah. So, Kev, thanks for saying hey, and we will give you some advice right now. Welcome to Tourism with Good Hang. Welcome, la. Welcome. Uh, that's, 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 Singapore, la that's, that's hacky. Yeah. All right. So, um, you know, if you are an out-of-towner listening to this, uh, this goes out to you, especially Kevin. Yep. Uh, Singapore is going to be very, very interesting <laughs> in the next coming months, um, especially with SG50 coming along. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the 50th anniversary of uh, Singapore happening That's on the right. 9th of August. Um, I'm performing for it, actually, the big parade. Nice. Yeah. You perform um, every year, don't you? No, no, no. Just like a bunch. Um, but like, uh, I mean, if, you, if you're going to come on a weekend, uh, Saturday nights, b- basically every Saturday night from now till August 9th, there's going to be a huge fireworks display around 8 o'clock yep. that you can look at, you know, by the marina. Um, you can kind of go at, um, to Marina Bay Sands. The view from there is amazing. Wait, wait, is it fireworks or are they practicing fireworks for the actual thing? Well, they actually have... Because, like, okay, all the rehearsals have audiences that go to watch it. Okay. Yeah, Do they film like, it? Um, no, they don't. Okay. Uh, but because they have, like, hundreds of thousands of people there, they just let the fireworks go nuts. Um but yeah, I mean, the view from Marina Bay Sands is great. So you can go there, kind of check out that big banana-shaped building that everyone seems to be fussing about. And, you know, grab some dinner after dinner. You know, take your lady friend out to the marina. Oh, it's beautiful out there. Yeah, and yeah. and watch them fireworks. I mean, he's specifically asking us for some food and coffee and touristy places. Oh, food, coffee, and touristy places. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I don't, when he was I don't... here before, he was at Universal Studios and MBS, so not that. Those two places are horrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of them is, and one of them is the... Great place to bring your family. A magical place where employees are treated amazingly. Ride the movies. Um, uh, okay, I don't want to spend too much time on this, so we're going to give a recommendation each. Yeah, that's, what's your favorite? Okay, for food, Kevin, you're going to want to hunt down some bok chow mein, that is Ooh, minced meat noodles. Nice. And a good place to do that is Crawford Lane bok chow mein. Um, so Google that, you know, you'll find it yourself and you will not regret it what's your food thing john uh my favorite singaporean food i gotta recommend is laksa mm. my favorite place to go is sungay road laksa funnily enough not in sungay road i don't know where that's just the name it's it's off of jalan basar look it up it's very 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 delicious it's noodles. very local of you john it's delicious man it's noodles some spicy curry some coconut milk cockles it's fun because you get to say cockles cockles so good I, I i always take my laksa about the cockles really why is that because they always ask. It seems like it's like a some people love it or hate it kind of thing. I always go, um, Iga laksa mai ham. Mai ham means no cockles. I might be getting the inflections wrong. Mai ham. Mai ham. Means no cockles. Mai ham. Mai ham. Mai ham. Means no cockles. Exactly. So if you sing mai humps, it means you don't want cock. Yes. Um, what, what, what's your th- what, do you, what do you have against cockles? Um, I don't know, man. I just don't quite like those cockles in my mouth. Just don't like um, the feel in your mouth. Yeah, like the, it has a strange like chew to it mm. 
and like it tastes kind of fishy, you know, especially when the juice spurts out. Yeah, I'm not too into that kind of thing. Uh, same thing with oysters. I mean, if people are into it, though, totally fine. Oh yeah, no, if you're if you're into that kind of stuff, like no judgment here. I'm gonna you know? freaking love cockles in my laksa. So good. Yeah, I think the audio's been like skipping a little bit the last couple seconds. Oh really? Yeah, we'll ignore it. It's yeah, fine. Well. Um, yeah. So, uh, any coffee recommendations, John? Co- see, okay, that's the thing. Do you want like local coffee or do you want like coffee? I mean, because well, here's the thing: local coffee. I think it's kind of the same everywhere. Get it anywhere? Yeah, yeah pretty it, much. Yeah. So when you go to any kind of like local kopitiam uh, or hawker center. Just ask for one kopi ping. Yeah, know? I was gonna say, what do you? So you, what do you? You get iced coffee. That's your thing. I just get kopi ping. You know, it's straightforward: milk, sugar, coffee in like a plastic bag, and you're good to go. And ping means ice, so he wants yes. it with ice. I I like mine hot. Yeah, it's good. I, I actually prefer te. I actually I like te tarik. Te tarik. Actually, specifically, I like te halia. Oh. which is so okay. So for all those foreigners, te tarik is when they just pull the tea. You know, they they, they see they, pulling is so confusing when I first heard that. So tarik. Directly translates means pull, but what yes. it means is, man, I wish the video was on right now. It just means that like they have the tea in one like container, like yeah. not even a mu- like a mug, but like a bigger mug, and they pour it from a great height to another mug, back and forth to create foam. It's a form of mixing, yes. It's like yeah, and it becomes it gets, it gets foam, it gets head, it becomes like a cappuccino. Yeah, and you like it when it gets head. Do I like cock and I like head? Yeah. Uh, cool. So um, when yeah, so that's it, right? And te alia yeah. is basically ginger tea. Yeah, so the same thing, but with ginger. Um, but if you're looking for like your standard coffee, the stuff that you get fancy, a, fancy stuff, uh, Chongbaru, Tanjung Pagar has got a lot of good coffee places. I don't know, man. If you're coming from Sydney, there's I no point, like, right? I, yeah, I feel like coffee here is going to kind of let you down. You know, if you're going to go for fancy coffee, so just go for local go, coffee. Go local, man. It's much cheaper. It's like a dollar. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Go for that. So yeah, for all you tourists out there, Kevin especially, um, hope that was a nice little beginner's guide yeah. to Singapore. Yeah. There's tons more to do. Just, of, uh, what's, the, what, okay, what's one touristy thing he should do? Oh, touristy thing. Mm. You mm. should go to um, I Am Trying to Buy Time because I don't quite know. I don't know, right? We've lived here for so long. Right? You, you tend to not do the touristy things. But even then, like, what's a good... Okay, what would you recommend for someone to do? Okay, I would say um, check out Anxiang Hill. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good place for. There's like there are club mm. street around there. It's a good place. There's good some place bars, to go at night. Good place to go past seven p.m. Yeah. 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 I usually bring. I bring dates there sometimes. It's yeah. Great. I don't know. For me, I'm gonna stay boring and just go like make a day out of checking out like Marina Bay Sands slash Gardens by the Bay. Has he done that? Has he, has he done that? He said that's what MBS stands for. He says you some bitch. Um. Well, I don't have yeah. any input. Go to then. Universal Studios. Ride the movies. Ride the movies. <laughs> Say hi to hosts. Oh yeah. You might find one that looks pretty familiar. Yeah. Just be like, good hang. And if they go, what? Then that's someone else. That's someone else that you can see. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So cheers, Kevin. Yeah, cheers. Hope you enjoy your ch- Let us know when you're here. We may or may not meet up with you. Probably not. That's creepy, Please don't John. kill us. That's creepy. Cheers, mate. But yeah, we'll see you soon, mate. Straya. Hopping your kangaroo. Hashtag Straya. Hashtag Straya. Oh, yeah. Hashtag Shrimp on the Barbie. Hashtag, they don't actually say shrimp. Hashtag, I don't quite know what accent this is anymore. It's gone Cockney-ish. Hey. <clears throat> maybe it's Long Island. You remember your Long Island? It was so good. <laughs> it's like New York, but taller. Oh, dear. <laughs> I don't right. do accents. And we got some ladies asking us some questions. Actually, these are the girls who joined us at Periscope earlier. But yeah, we, we got a bunch of questions earlier from uh, regulars on a Periscope. They actually asked us some questions through our Facebook page, mm-hmm. which is facebook.com slash goodhangpodcast. Check it out. Yeah. So um, what are the questions, John? 
Let's see here. Kay has a Kay has a would you rather for us. Would you rather? I feel like I've heard this before. Anyway, would you rather change gender every time you sneeze or not be able to tell the difference between a muffin and a baby? Um hmm. okay, give your think? give your answer at the same time. Ready? Three, two, one. Change muffin. gender every time you sneeze. Wow. Really? Okay then. So I think I would rather change gender every time I sneeze because I can always kind of feel a sneeze coming. Mm-hmm. So I can always do it like Superman style, find a phone booth yep. and like sneeze. And then like if I'm into being a girl at that moment, I'm just going to stick with it. Right. Not so much, you know. Here's a catch. Always carry a little thing of pepper in your pocket, mm. you know, so you can kind of coax another sneeze. What if you, what if, but if you put pepper, what if you sneeze constantly and you're constantly switching genders? Uh, then you can go fuck yourself. That's true. Yeah. Wait, me or you? <laughs> Anyway, uh, me, well, I don't, I, I, I think I would make a really ugly chick, first yeah? of all. Okay, but, oh yeah, I guess we're working on the assumption here that once you turn into a woman, you're basically into just a female form female, of female, yeah, like, um, if we, if we had the chromosome switched over, yeah. I, I wouldn't make a very pretty chick either. My, I think you'll make a pretty chick. I have a very square jaw, and like, I don't I think, think that's, it would work. I don't think that's a great feature on most girls. I think it would work. If, if girls out there, if you have a square jaw, I'm sorry if I offended you. But maybe the square jaw is part of the masculine stuff, maybe that would like narrow down if you were feminine yeah yeah also i mean i really like babies and i really like muffins so like fair game and i shouldn't be eating either of them because they're high in calories so i'd just be like i literally just bought you a muffin like yeah, I, 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 know. I went to starbucks earlier and asked john if he wanted anything and he just said red velvet muffin what it's is that even day. what is a red velvet muffin it's a muffin that's made out of red velvet red velvet is not a real thing john yeah it's such a weird thing right because red velvet cakes cupcakes it's just chocolate that they put a shit ton of food coloring what's the deal with that it's a lie it's a lie that we're told by 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 big cake it's like what do you want you want the, the chocolate cake or you want the red velvet cupcake oh it's the same thing they just add a little bit of red dye and they jack up the price by two bucks well there's cream cheese i guess as well too right there's cream cheese <clears> frosting <throat> Well, see, then that just becomes a cream cheese chocolate cake. Why you got to add red food coloring to it? Because it's pretty. I guess. Maybe. Big cake, man. You guys are killing us. Always big cake. Down with big cake. Down with big cake. Ironically, it's about cupcakes, though, usually. Down with big, small cake. So, yeah, Kay, what would you rather do? Would you rather change gender every time you sneeze, or would you rather not be able to tell the difference between a muffin and a baby? Ooh, let's play would you rather. Do you okay. have one? Um... Not they're all so dirty. Go for it. Go for it. Okay. I mean, that's really never stopped. Let's us see, before, off the top John. of my head, I don't have one at the top of my head. I have a couple. Of, I usually just come. It's usually a spur of the moment thing. Okay, I'm gonna you ask put me you on the spot. one. Okay, you mean wouldn't? Um, would you rather uh, fight off fifty five year olds mm-hmm. or five fifty year olds? No. Oh. Okay. Would you rather fight off fifty five year olds or or one really buff 50 year old like an mma fighter kind of 50 year old Ooh, that's tough because yeah. i feel like randy couture is like 55 he'd probably destroy oh me. yeah i mean there's tons of tough guys at the age of 55 year olds yeah i would rather take the 55 do i get a weapon no no you just get it's it's hand-to-hand combat mm-hmm. between you you and 55 year olds or one 50 okay are the five-year-olds attacking me at the same time or they do like in the movies where they circle me and then one at a time it's gonna be sake. it's gonna be more like you know like it man it man style you know oh, well, okay. you know i want to beat 10 you know like they're all gonna go at you at the same time and, and i have my curtain fighting skill now i don't like i don't like, have you have no one you have no enhanced fighting skill you fight as well i'm as an advanced brown belt in taekwondo i'll have you know uh-huh. i haven't gone to a single class in about 17 years but how high up is the brown belt that's right before black belt man i feel like um, guys, you should have put brown belt like it's the first one. Why is that? Because it's shit? 
Yeah. <laughs> like, make, like, make the one before Black Belt, like, Red Belt or something. something it is. Cool. And, and sometimes it is Red Belt. Because it goes Red Belt, at least in, in America, it goes Red Belt, Brown Belt, then Black Belt. But a lot of ones go Red to Black. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. But the first one is White Belt, and that's pretty shitty because it just blends into your fucking gi. Yeah. And your little costume. Your little karate costume. Your little get up. Yeah. That's pretty shitty. Oh, what about you? Would you rather fight no, dude, 50 I'm like, five-year-olds? I'm like... Struggling not to sneeze because the powder on my face is going up my nose every time I breathe in. Sneeze, do it. This is a bad call. Yeah. <laughs> again, if like you a good have, idea at the time. Again, if you want to see how I look with all this powder on my face, check out the video on Facebook.com slash so Good Hang Podcast. Yeah, we'll probably um, take a photo later too. I think I think I would I would go for the one fifty year old. Really? And just like like the really tough MMA fighter. Dude, guy. fifty is not that old, man. It really isn't. But I just want I I've always kind of craved hand-to-hand combat with another human being. Yeah, well, why don't you have them with 50 human beings that are tiny? Um, because, okay, like, I would I would do that for fun's sake, you know, kind of like zombie. <laughs> kicking kids like that. Well, less kicking kids mentality, more so like, you know, like fighting off a zombie apocalypse kind of thing, you know? Okay. You know, that, kind of, that kind of feeling of like, you know, ah, like balls out just into like a, that was terrible phrasing. You take your balls out into <laughs> five-year-olds. Yep. Uh, I caught myself before I finished that sentence. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you know that kind of like you know just like run straight into like a whole crowd of people and just go right at it. You know that kind of like zombie apocalypse feeling. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I've always kind of craved like one on one hand to hand combat of another person. Like I'm very curious to see how it fare. Yeah, like I've never gotten into a fight. I feel like that's something you should do. Like bucket list in your life. Yeah, yeah bucket, bucket list. list shit. Definitely, dude. Bucket list. I I need to get into a fight. At some point, yeah, I need to fall in love with an Irish girl. But I would, I would love to just like try to fight someone that's properly trained, and like me with no training, see how well I do. Just to see, it would be like that Entourage trailer with Ronda Rousey and Turtle. I'd probably get. Note my that ass I said kicked. the trailer, not the movie, because I never mind watch that movie. <laughs> I'd probably get my ass kicked. Oh, when the day comes, I'm gonna call you, and you're gonna bring a camera. Yeah, we'll, we'll make it a segment. All right, well, it'd be great. Nathan gets gonna, his ass kicked. I'm gonna scream things like, "Come on, Nathan, put him in a body bag." <laughs> Sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. Adrian! <laughs> Other fight reference movies, thingies. So that, yeah. That's cool. Would okay. you rather? <laughs> Atika wants to know, what are some things that one should try alone instead of with friends or with anyone else? Straight off the top of my head, eat a bowl of ramen. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Right? That's a good one. Something about like ramen is like, it's like the perfect solitary food. It also craves your attention though. Mm. It's like to really get the nuances of a good ramen, there's so much things. There's temperature, texture, there's the soup, there's the noodles, there's the pork, there's the egg. If you're in the, there's so much, oh man, man, good answer. Yeah. I was just going to say masturbating, but that is a good answer. I mean, I feel like masturbating is something that you need to do by yourself. Like it's best if you don't involve your friends. Yeah. Best I mean, if you don't. I, I, if your friends are into that kind of thing, no judgment here. Judgment-free zone. Every time you walk into the good hang zone, you're in a judgment-free zone. Absolutely. But and Sometimes you need a helping hand. You know, it's good. This, yeah. But I, I don't know. I feel like that's that's something that you should kind of yeah. keep to yourself. You I mean, know? This, this is coming from a place where she said, like, because when our periscope, we said, you will learn more about yourself from something. So, yeah, that's, yeah. Ramen. That's a good one. I've had more bowls of ramen by myself than with people. Maybe also watching a play. Yeah, because I feel like, you know... Well, no, see, the, the part of that that kind of, like, gets me a bit anxious is mm. the intermission. What do you do with yourself? You sit and you read the program and you reflect on the art that you just saw. And, like, everyone God. around you is just judging you. And you send Instagrams. He came alone. This guy. I always friends. come alone. 
<sighs> Back to the masturbation. Oh, yeah. Um, no, no, no. Watch a play by yourself. Because, I mean, even movies by yourself. I like watching movies by yourself. Oh, yeah. Movies I like watching by myself. But something about watching a play by myself, and I have done that before, I don't know what to do with myself in the intermission. And then, like, because, like, especially in Singapore, where you're, you're kind of bound to meet somebody or bump into somebody there, then it's like, kind of, you're always met with that kind of awkward exchange. Like, oh, who'd you come with? I'm like, eh, no, no. Nah. I don't know, I love theater. I'm there for the theater. Actually, I just watched a really good play the other day. It's called um, Another Country. Shout out. Shout out to Wild Rice. Is it still out? Um, I, they're finishing up today, so no, they're done. Okay, sorry. By the time you guys listen to this, it's gone. So yeah. too late, too bad. You got to keep up with the theater times, man. Come on, actually, what's yeah, wrong with it, you? it was Wild Rice. How would you pronounce their name? Because it's actually not W I L D, it's W exclamation point L D. So it'd be like, Whoa! L D Rice. It's more like, Whoa! Rice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so that was We Read Your Shit. We read your shit. We read your shit. We read so much of your shit. And we're only going to read more if you send us more stuff. Send us more stuff. There's, there's, more stuff. There's, the, there's so many ways to send us stuff. The Facebook page, the website, comments, emails, whatever it is. You, you can, can send it via snail mail. Nathan's address, ladies and gentlemen, write this down. Nope. One. Nope, stopping there. Seven. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> And this is the rest you'll have to find out in the next episode. There's so many ways to contact us. I will release so. a letter per episode. <laughs> so stand by. Like a buzzword kind of thing. Yeah, pretty good, huh? Yeah, there's, there's so many ways to reach out to us. So, you know, talk to us and we'll talk to you. Tweet at us, Instagram us. It's all things you can do. It's all a thing. Yeah. Alrighty, on to our next segment. John, what you been up to? When you see your bud and want to know what's new, you just gotta ask... Hey, what buddy. you been up to? Well, Nathan, um, I am getting ready to fly to Alaska. The hell? And New York. The what's up? What's happening there? Yeah, okay. Well, anyway, my leave just got approved Sweet. for this trip. Yeah. So what's going on there? I'm going to New York to take classes at the world-famous UCB, the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. Nice. You better come back a better improver. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, how do you even measure these things? This is art. You measure it in love. Seasons of love. love. Seasons of love. It's weird that we're not in the cast of that show. Right? Book of Mormon. Such a good show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to the UCB to get the 101 training. It's an intensive. So usually the, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> the course goes for eight weeks. Instead, we're going for one week crammed in so like the first two days it's six hours of classes and then the rest of the time it's three hours and i'm gonna watch some theater while i'm there i'm hopefully you know about the ucb right i mean of course I do, you yes do. but people know out there like basically anyone who is really funny right now came out of the ucb they went trained there they performed there the ucb is started by amy poehler yes amy poehler matt besser and a couple other people i okay the only connection that i have to ucb was um i was in new york Around this time, like a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. I'm competing for an acapella championship, and we f- we needed a studio to rehearse in the city, and the studio that we rehearsed in, in the city was in the same building as UCB's main office. Oh, so that's vaguely a connection, Very but cool. I just I just remember like walking past like the directory you see in the building, and I saw Upright Citizens Brigade, and I was like, oh, <laughs> things happen there that are great. Exactly, but guys, if you're ever in New York or LA. 
you have to check out a show at the UCB. It's cheap. It's $10. You can drink beer, what? and it'll be the funniest shit you'll ever see. What? And then if you go on Sunday nights, there's this thing called, oh, I forgot what it's called. But there's a show where basically famous people will always show up. Amy Poehler does it all the time. SNL people will come. What's that called? Oh, that, I'll put that in the show notes, but it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, and I'm going to Alaska because two of my friends are getting married to and each other. Okay. That's the kicker. They're getting married to each other. Uh, are, they, are they getting gay married? No, they're getting regular married. Boo. Right? Ugh, Come boring. on, guys. You gotta get gay Come married. Come on, White. Come on, Mina. Get up. Get, get, get up with the times. Yeah. Get gay married. It's legal now. Get gay married. Get married. Anyway. And yeah, they want me to be the priest. Whoa, wait, what? I think it's called the officiator? Officiant. Officiator. The officiant. The Joey. I'm going to be the Joey. I'm the one who's going to be like... Yeah, we gathered here together, blah, blah, blah. All rise in the court of law. Okay, wait, pause, pause, pause. Don't you need, like, certification and, like, an official <clears throat> status to kind of even do that? Totes, and you can get it all on the internet. For real? Yeah, you sign up on the internet, you can get that thing. Apparently, it's super easy in the state of Alaska in particular. Do you have it yet? Not yet, but apparently it takes, like, five minutes. I'll get just do it. Get on that shit. You never know, man. Get on that shit as soon as possible. You don't, you don't want to, like, get to the wedding all of a sudden and go, like, hey, guys, uh, sorry, kind of... Drop the oh, ball it's there. Fine. Kind of, oh, minister. That's what you call it. There we go. No, that even that's like an, it's officiator. I think it is. Yeah, no minister. Like if if it was a ship, I would be the captain. If it was a church, I'd be the priest. If it was a synagogue, I'd be the rabbi. If it was in a farm, I'd be your uncle probably. But the, the point is, is that I'm the one who says, "Do you take this man?" Blah 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 blah. And it's great because you know what? I introduce them to each other. Oh. So it's only right I'd be there. And then when they get divorced, I'll probably be there too. And when they die, I'll spit in their graves for leaving me. How dare you die before me? We promised we would die at the same time. Crazy world we live in. Good times. It's the good times that we live in. It's great. But dang, Alaska. So that's, that trip's happening when? Next week? Uh, I'm going in a couple weeks, but I'm, I'm buying to buy the tickets. I just found out that I, my leave was approved from work. Thank you so much. That's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm going with a really good friend of mine. We're going to have a great time. It's going to be great. I can't wait. There's like a, apparently, there's like a four-hour drive from Anchorage, where the airport is, to Homer. Uh, where the wedding's taking place is supposed to be the most beautiful drive ever. I'm really looking forward to it. I hope I can get my license so I can actually make the drive. Bring a jacket. It's going to get cold. Yeah, it's actually really cold there right now. Another thing I've been up to, <laughs> I am halfway through Ready Player One, the audiobook. Huh. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Uh, in case you guys missed out last episode, uh, we are doing a kind of book club kind of thing yes. every month. Um, the book of the month is Ready Player One. Yes. So, by Ernest Klein. Because he's got a new book coming out next week that I want to get. Re- it's coming out in three days. I can't wait. It's called Armada. I can't wait yeah. to read that. Um, but basically, we're trying out this new thing where every month we kind of get into like a yeah. book of the month. So at the end of the month, we can talk at length about it without fear of spoilers. Because, you know, you got a whole damn month yeah. to read a book, guys. Yeah. So, come so we're, we're, we're going to do it the first week of the month. At least that's when we did the last one. So yep. by the first podcast in the month of August, you have you should have read it. Yes. Nathan. Yes. <laughs> All right. To read it. Yeah, I will. Okay. I promise read I will. It. I will. Read a quarter of the book every week uh, uh, until then. <laughs> will do. Okay. Oh, but so yeah, since you're leaving soon, we're going to have to start banking episodes, yeah. man. We're going to start cuz you know, we're going to have to start recording episodes in advance to make sure we don't have well, a lack of material. Too. We, yeah. we never we would never leave you guys high and dry without any episodes. But what, what kind of stuff can we talk about in the banked episodes cuz we can't talk about news or current events or what we've been up to because that makes no sense. And we'll we'll cross that bridge when yeah, we get if, to it. fans, if you have any suggestions, good hang gang, send them in. Yeah. Good yeah. hang gang. We haven't used that in a while. I like that one. That's my favorite one. Yeah. I don't know, maybe we can talk about. We can just do a whole segment 5 what's your favorites. Mm. That might be fun. Or we can do some dares. We can have a fight club and see who who We could have a fight club. Right? Like an audio fight we, club. Then we can't talk about it though. Mm. We can't talk about it, but we can just talk while we do it. 
that's very that an, that's very right antithetical it? to the podcast um, right. uh, kind of like market scheme there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you still want to get into a fight anyway, so well, we'll see. We'll get to it. We'll get I, to it. We'll I, cross I, that I legit, we'll I'm like not even kidding about that, man. Like every time, okay, like for example, a couple of weeks ago, I was at a, the, the neighborhood McDonald's, the neighborhood McDonald's, and it was pretty late at night. I was mm-hmm. after doing a bunch of shows. It was 2 a.m. and I craved a quarter pounder. So I went to McDonald's and I was ordering up, ordering up. Behind me were two tables. One was full of these like kind of uh, 17, 18 year old students, mm-hmm. and the other one were two guys who were a bit older, maybe late 20s, early 30s, clearly um, inebriated, a little yes. bit drunk. And I was just ordering my food. All of a sudden, I hear from the back, Hey, you, you, you watch it. You shut fuck up, huh? mm. And then, like, one of the inebriated persons was staring at the table of kids and, like, wanting to start some shit. And, dude, I just found myself, like, my first instinct was to, like, get ready to throw a punch so you don't know either of these parties i was in no way involved but the thing is like i saw this happening and like i saw this kind of injustice happening and this possible this possible conflict because so you know these kids are just having a good time in a public place they're playing a card game you know ah. they're playing a card game what kind then, of card game i think it was like magic or some shit like that Ooh. so yeah they would have not done well in that yeah fight. <laughs> exactly um so this guy was like he was, he was he was clearly a little bit drunk and he just started getting upset with them for like laughing too loud or something like that and, like, when I heard this, she was like, hey, shut up, man. you better watch it. And I was like, oh, it's going down, it's going down. Ooh, like, you got I, ready. I got ready. Like, I, I tilted myself from facing straight to the counter. I tilted myself to, like, a 45-degree angle just so, you know, if something happened, if he stood up or something. Danger pose. Yeah, danger uh-huh. pose. Get into the danger zone. You're stepping into my turf. Here's the thing. I'm so, I'm so sure that if I were to get into a, a real fight, chances of me winning, very, very low. I'm Why not, would you say that, though? Because, like, I feel like a fight is something that you can kind of imagine yourself in. But once you're in there, it you're, you just kind of clam up. You know, you forget everything that you in, you intended to do. And you just, just kind I, of... Usually your just pure instincts would take over. Your inner Walker, Texas Ranger will come out. You just don't... I feel like I don't have those instincts. That's kind of why I, I, I think I'd just kind of be like, eh, no. Fair enough. <laughs> but, like, but the idea, man, like, I just, I just want to get into a fight. I want to say that I've been in one. I want to say that right. I threw a punch and I took 50 more. You broke your hand. Yeah. That happens. You're not supposed to throw a punch with a closed fist. That's, like, the first thing they tell you. No, man. You, you palm no, strike. No. Palm strike. Well, that also, but, Not like, to the face, anyway. Don't throw a punch with your thumb inside your four fingers. Who does that? Some people do. What a weird thing to do. Like, you know, like, like your thumb inside your four fingers? Yeah, that's don't weird. Don't do that. Because your thumb will break. Yeah. But if in doubt, use your elbows because those are pretty hard. I'm going to throw body punches with my fists and then I'm going to like, you know, remember Troy? Yeah. Or Brad Pitt would like run and then jump up and hit him in see, the shoulder. I would do that. See, that's exactly what I'm talking Surprise about. Attack. Like before you fight, you always go like, oh, I'm going to do that to the person and do this and do that. Time comes and it's like, <laughs> exactly. Slappy, slappy. Slappy, slappy. No, the closest I ever got to a fight was in uh, the Esplanade Library. <laughs> I was in Of course, no. I mean, tons Where of I mean, that place, happen? That place is literally like the fight club. Of exactly, man. Okay, so I was in line to get a coffee or something at the cafe there. And um, still cool. I was sick as I am, like 97% of my life. Uh-huh. And I was blowing my nose to my tissue, just minding my own business, just blowing my nose. And the guy in front of me was like, hey, can you not blow your nose at me? Mm. I'm like, all right. And like, like when people get up on me, like, I don't know who was in the right or the wrong here, but he was coming at me like a dick. So I was like, all right, he was yeah, coming at you like a dick. Like a dick. There was a dick coming right at me. Okay. And I was like, listen here, dick. No, I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, uh, yes, yeah, sorry, but you don't have to be so rude about it. Because, you know, he was like kind of like, 
Yeah, yeah, unnecessarily nude. Unnecessarily like, rude. Uh, what? He's like, what'd you say? I was like, you say, I, and I was like, I was like, because I don't, I, I know he's not going to do anything, so I'm just going to be extra sarcastic and snarky. I'm just like, I said, don't be rude about it. And he turns out, he's like, you better not let me see you outside. Why is that a thing? Wow. You better not let me see you outside. You better not let me see you outside this library, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, librarian, I was threatened. <laughs> Oh no, man! I like okay. People like this, I they anger me so much because there's a certain sense of entitlement there. Because like you are clearly sick, and you are kind of like you're you're, you're trying to take care of your own world right here. Yeah, you know? I mean, look, yeah. I'm blowing my nose into a tissue. Exactly. You know what I mean? I have exactly. to be behind him in line. But like these kind of people, you know, when they take everything as a slant towards them, it's like, oh, wind has oh, been pushed in my direction. I cannot take those kind of people. Like the world does not revolve around you. You know, if someone accidentally bumps your shoulder, they weren't targeting you. If someone accidentally coughs in your direction, they weren't going like, oh, look at that guy. He has a shit face. I'm gonna cough in it. You know, that's not how people think. Just, you, you are not the center of everyone. I even universe. think you're just overthinking. My point is just don't be so pissed off and just be chill. Like just be chill. Just like, be chill. Just no. be- I don't know. I, I I just think there's there's a certain mentality behind that where it's like they think any slant towards them is directed to mm. them. You know, they take it as a personal attack, and I uh, I can't stand I those it. people. Anyway, Nathan, we've been going super long on this. So what, what have you been up to, my friend? I oh, I want to fight so bad. You've been, you want to get you've been hankering for a fight. I've been hankering for a fight. Why don't you enroll in some kind Sh- of martial shout, arts? Shout out facebook.com slash yeah, podcast. Come at us, bro. Time and come place. At us. Time and place. We'll be there. I'll have my camera. Nathan's gonna get his ass kicked. It's gonna be great. Hashtag Kick Nathan Hartono's ass. Let's get it started, guys. Hashtag kick Nathan Hartono's ass. All right. Um, okay, what have I been up to? Dude, it's been a long couple hours. I don't know. I don't even know how long it's been. I haven't slept in about uh, like 40 hours, give or take. Holy crap. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't, but which is weird because you don't seem as tired as you usually do today. I think it's the powder. The it's powder, probably the yeah, powder. The powder is kind of evening Are you sure that was... That you, what face. kind of powder was that, man? Was that 20 Montana powder? It was, it was baby powder. Well, fuck with me, you fuck with my ass, man. <laughs> no, man, just regular baby powder. Mm-hmm. Up my nose. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, we had a long night of filming again last night. Um, we started um, late afternoon and we wrapped around 9 a.m. Oh, <clears> yeah. crap. And, um, I, well, okay, I, but I, like, let people know, because that's not what, the, how many hours is that? Late afternoon to 9 a.m. Okay, so, so that's that like, was 1, what, 2, 20 3, hours? 4, 5, 6, 7. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That was sixteen hours. Okay, but um, it's not like but it's not like you're filming the whole time. It's not. Oh like, no, 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 no. Of course so, not. Of course so not. So what was what? How much was downtime? How much was filming? How much? Because do you have a trailer or um, the equivalent of a trailer? Not really. Our trailer is like a bench. <laughs> That's, okay, that sucks. I mean, it, it's it's a, it's a spacious. What's up, HBO Asa? What's, it's what's a, up? It's a spacious bench. You know, it's a spacious bench. It's a spacious bench. No, but you know, why is um, it so hard to say spacious bench? Spacious, spacious bench. Spacious bench. Spacious bench. No, but like, spacious if I know I have bench. like maybe two scenes um, of nothing, you get the big part of the bench. I'll, I'll go to the green room. Uh, there is a green room, but yesterday was pretty much back to back to back. If I had a break, it was only one scene, and I would not leave for that. So it was like setup. They so they're pretty fast at setting up because that's the thing. Is like setting yeah, up a lot, there, there was a lot of setup. I mean, don't get me wrong. I managed to kind of get some shut eye in between, mm. um, but uh, not a lot. All right. So right after that, I took the ferry back to Singapore to make the NDP rehearsals because, you know, today's... Uh, we're recording this on Saturday, and today was the NDP rehearsals. So I did that, and now I am here, kind of struggling to function as a human being. As usual. That's and, how I always see Nathan, though. That's how... Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the story of my life, just yeah. struggling to function as a human being. Yeah, but you're doing fine. You, you hang in there, bro. 
I'm good hanging in there. It's so hard to be the star of a TV show, man. Oh, uh, God. My life is so tough. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Someone give me my Perry and oh. hand me my dog in a bag. <laughs> but, I mean... Nikki would look super cute in a bag. <laughs> but, hey, man, like, I mean, it's 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 good times. I Yeah. I, I, I love being busy. Once again, plug this thing, though, because it's been a while. So, it's it's called... Plug what? What? What's your what's your show in HBO? HBO. Called? HBO. No, I'm not. I'm not too concerned about plugging it right now because it's still not a long ways away. Yeah, it's not. A, it's a long ways away from being um, a, a real thing. I would say it's gonna come out late this year, like December. Yeah, but can you imagine if it becomes the biggest thing? It'd be like all of a sudden it's like I'm podcasting with the Asian equivalent of Kit Harrington. That'd be amazing. If it becomes, you don't know who that is because you don't watch Game of Thrones. I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a White Walker, so I know everything about Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know if if. I, I, I hope this becomes a thing. Um, there is there has been rumors like kind of going around a set about possible second season. Seasons, two? Don't don't whisper. Knock on wood. No, knocking on all the wood in the world. You never know, man. You um, never know. But high hopes, man. High hopes. Um, hopefully things go well when the show comes out late this year, and hopefully, uh, I mean, no, not hopefully. We will. We will anyway. still. Be, this show will still exist. Yeah, and then We're every, gonna be. What, what what day are the episodes gonna come out? I don't know. Okay. Um, what episode will we be in December? Like good hang episode. Thirty-five months from now, one five times four thirty. Yeah, in the thirties. Yeah, math. And then, dude, like we can have a new segment with like inside scoop on this week's inside episode of scoop. Half, what's it called again? Half half world. Half world. I keep saying, I keep wanting to say half life. Half life. That's never going to come out. I mean, it's. I mean, we've discussed this before. I'm trying to keep it on a download, but we're secretly filming the third half installment of Half Life. Okay, so yeah, that's kind of what I've been up to, cool, man fun and i'm wow this is i like i hate talking about like how long my day was because that that just kind of gets me tired yeah i hear you i feel like if i didn't if i didn't say all that i'd be fine but the fact that i just kind of had to like go sipping in your coffee there i had to go through it in the back of my head and now i'm like you were reliving it i'm tired all those bench sitting sessions i'm tired i just can't wait for this uh filming to be over then we can you can have someone else something else to talk to it's like every week oh i'm tired i did some tv Uh, oh we we wrap on tuesday actually Oh, you're going to have a nice rap party? Don't go crazy. Well, okay, here's here's a little catch. We can't quite have a rap party per se because... Ramadan? Yeah, they're fasting. Uh, right. <laughs> um, so, um, what if you finish at nighttime? Which is probably what's going to happen. Well, I mean, there's a whole thing about the alcohol and et cetera, et cetera. But you can have juice and drugs. True that. Anyway, next segment... Negative three, negative two, negative one, zero. World news, interviews, Ramatera puppy shoes, television, movie, sports, races, friends, tiny horse, so many things in the world we're in. Did you hear about that so, John, you told me about this story. Um, oh, God. Okay, so we've all heard about the people that text, you know, in cinemas or theaters. Heard about, we've heard, seen them, yeah. from popcorn at them. Yeah, we've been, heard, been we've, them yeah. from time to time, let's yeah. be honest. We've heard of the people that, you know, their phones ring or they're talking too loud mm-hmm. or, like, they come late and they just shove themselves down, like, the aisle when they have the middle seat. Yep. All annoying things. All things that, you know... That that's, in, in a movie theater, it's annoying, right? In movie theaters, in regular theaters, they're pretty annoying. But no, but yeah, in some, movie theaters, it's annoying. Yeah. But if you do it in theater theater, that's the worst. It you can, are a terrible human being if yeah, you forget yeah. to silence your phone. If you are on your phone, that's just the worst. Like, okay, so at another country, there was this beautiful line. It was like the last line of the play almost. Mm-hmm. And the last line was like something like along the lines. I don't remember exactly the line, but it was something along the lines of like, and the rest 
was silence and stillness. And then they're quiet and they're still, right? And then... What the fuck? Uh, also, why do you have a really old-timey ringtone? That's right. That's the only one I can remember. <laughs> but yeah, a phone went off right on that line. It just kills it. Yeah, it was one of them. Yeah. Fucking dicks, man. But okay, but this thing takes the cake. All right. This so, guy This guy kind of... he. Okay, props to him. To be honest, what he did was horrible. You're about to find out what he did. But hey, man, props to him. No, he is, props to him. He I is will, a trailblazer. I will prop my foot up his he ass. He is a trailblazer. Okay. He is a pioneer. There was a guy at a Broadway show called Hand to God went up on stage to charge his cell phone. <laughs> and that's not the kicker. The plug is not real. <laughs> the outlet isn't real. It, was it a prop didn't plug. charge. It's a prop plug. It's a prop. Like, what a douche, man. I think part of that was, was he drunk at all? Was he? He, he was. Okay, so he, so there, okay, you can guys, we'll put on the show notes, but you can Google it. There's like, there's video of him going on stage and the ushers come and take him down. And then later on, a couple of days later, he had a little press conference. To explain himself and to apologize. He said the stupidest things. Surprise, surprise, he's from Long Island. Like New York, but taller. But taller. And he said, well, some, here's some of the quotes he said. Ultimately, before coming to see Hand of God, I down a few drinks, and I think that's clearly impaired my judgment. If you see this guy, he's a douchebag. He's 19-year-old. He plays lacrosse. He's buff, and he's a douchebag. His hair looks like someone put a cheese grater on it. <laughs> Go, Before the show started, I noticed that my phone's battery was low, and the only power out that I saw was on the stage. So what else are you gonna do? Uh, you gonna have a nice blah 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 blah. And then when I, basically his quote, like that's what the headline was, like I was just being me. They asked why he why he did it. I was just being me. How old is he I again? Had some things to answer about. Nineteen years old. Oh my gosh. And he was okay. drinking. Here's the thing. I don't know. I don't know if it's just me. I don't know if it's just kind of like me um, being. Uh, super cynical and cranky, mm-hmm. um, but don't you think like the younger generation or our yeah, our generation, we're growing up to to be such entitled little pricks. Yep. Like I think because like we we okay we kind of grew up with this whole different set of values and a different set of marketing um, kind of being perpetuated around us of you know things saying like oh you're the center you're the most important thing in the world you're number one yep. look out for yourself you know yeah. you are you are um, the most important thing ever you know be yourself and you're cool no matter yep. what you are you know what I and say th- to that whatever happened to kampung spirit <laughs> like okay, there's something about that that whole mentality Just don't be a dick. there's something about that whole mentality that kind of like people grow up you know kind of believing that yeah i am the center of everything i'm the center of everything my goals my intentions are the only thing that matter and like they'll throw so many other considerations out the window i think this is kind of a prime example of that happening i mean i mean he goes on like watch the video but he goes on to say because then the reporters get to ask him questions after a statement he's just like they i think one of the questions is like Basically, his reaction to the whole thing. His thing was like, hey, I paid for a ticket. You, I should be able to do whatever I want, basically. He was mm. like saying... Because the question was like, what do you feel about people who use their phones in general in the theater? He's like, Aww. hey, they pay their ticket. Why should you care? And that's just so stupid. I don't even... There's so many things you could say to that that like... Uh, it's just so stupid. The, the actors can see you for one thing. There's not a... It's a there are real people on there I trying to focus. You're fucking... I don't want to see your fucking lit up face when I'm on stage giving you a monologue burying my soul so much of that is just I don't know it's so don't much it's so much entitlement like hey when I'm in a theater or like any kind of like you know place where you're meant to be quiet oh my gosh like if my phone were to even like light or up die right yeah if my phone was even to light up even if it's on silent and my phone lights up in a dark room I'd just be like oh my gosh please don't hang me like it's like where 
how how thick skin must you be to like climb onto a stage where people are watching a show and decide, oh, my phone's dying. I need power. Nothing else in the world matters right now. I'm going to climb up on stage and charge my phone. Yep. It's just such an entitled way to think. Like, I feel like, if okay, like last time, you know, back when we were kids, like, if you say you wanted to do something and it was clearly unreasonable, like, either your friends or your parents, whatever they can, just, like, slap that idea out of your hands. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, no, don't do that. That's stupid. But nowadays, it's kind of like, yeah, you go do that. You're so original. You're so new and fresh. You know, you're the center of everything. You should go and do what you believe in. Ah, it sucks, man. It, it, it kind of reminds me of a Louis C.K. bit. Which um, one? He was just talking about how um, cell phones are killing compassion. You remember that one? It's from a stand-up. Uh, from a bit a couple years ago mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but basically his point was that like you can go online you can go on the internet and just be a dick to someone and then you don't have that live interaction of someone being like ow that hurt me to be like oh that feels awful I don't want to do that people yeah. are just lacking empathy and just human connection is kind of my point yeah I mean I, it's it's cliche but a lot of people say that the internet is kind of disconnected in that sense where yeah. like you're not dealing with actual humans you're dealing with numbers and pixels on the screen and something about that dehumanizes a lot of, you know, the interactions yep. that you and, man, engage I'm, in. I fucking love the internet. I love my phone. I love... It's it's great. You Internets know? are good. Internet is making what we do here possible. Exactly. We love you. Thank you. Don't hurt, don't hurt us, Al Gore. I love you. But, like, just, just put your phone down at dinner. Just have a little bit of human interaction. It's great. It's what separates us from machines, I guess, basically. Oh, uh, dude, like, so much about that, like... I I I same I'm same boat as you. I love my phone. I love technology. I love sure. like I'm I'm a freaking Apple whore. I have an iPad, an iPhone, and a freaking MacBook. Me too. And I love the technology, but sometimes like especially especially when I'm at like a dining table with family, um, the moment I notice that everyone on the table is using their phone, like you my, flip the table. Oh my gosh! Like I, I I immediately just take my phone and like hide it like away from sight, and I just get really uncomfortable. I get this strange, just like I want to cringe into myself. Like how could I have been doing this? How could I have been staring at my phone right. when I'm next to my mom and dad and my sister and brother, whatever it is? And it just irks me so much that like we've grown so comfortable with that that like the technology can kind of just like is over. It, it, yeah. it, it, it's super like. How is the person opposite you in front of your face less important than the freaking pixels on the screen? Also, Nathan, is it possible that you're super boring? That might be. Like, that they don't want to talk to you? That really might Or, be. or that you're super ugly that they don't want to see your face. That is also... Right, possible, right? <laughs> Probably probable, even. Yeah, you cry those tears. Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> Pussy boy. <laughs> but damn, man. I mean, if, if, you're, if you're... Okay, like... Oh, okay. it's 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 just, okay. It's so much. It's so ingrained in our culture now. You know, you walk in the street, you see people looking into their phones, and they walk you, so slow. They yeah, that, that's a problem too. You you go to any place of like um like any kind of dining place, uh, a library. Or, you know, not like that's a bad example. Like dining areas or like uh, trains, buses, whatever. Like yep. literally, everyone mm-hmm. is connected to a device, and something about that is like. I have this idea. I, I know, okay. Like, I know it sounds... Uh, I'll let you carry on your idea mm, in a little bit. No, please, you in. I know it sounds super hypocritical because I am super guilty of that on many occasions of, like, staring into my phone when there's so much else going on around me. But, like, when... when the moment I disconnect myself from that and realize that people are doing that around me, I, I'm just overwhelmed with, like, so much guilt at our, mm. at our species, you know? I heard you. I'm like, how are we doing you. this? You know what, guys? Turn off this podcast. Fuck it. Just turn, turn us off. Just see ya. We hate you. Bye. Yeah, go away.
on the podcast. Yeah, for, just forget it. We're good. We're good. No, no, no. We're, no, no. Come back. Come back. Come back. <clears throat> hey. Hey. <coughs> Did you stay? Yeah. Did you, you stay? I knew you wouldn't leave us. Did you stay? But yeah, but like I have this theory. You know how like when you're going through like, I don't know, some part of the CBD or the walkway, whatever, and you people see people just constantly walking while on their phones at the same time? Yeah. I want to do this thing where I want to walk down with a shirt that I have printed that says, if you give me a high five, I will give you $5. Hmm. And I just have a stack of $5 bills and see how many I, I lose. Because, like, you know, they're not going to pay attention to me. They're going to be confused. They wouldn't know what a hand high five is anymore. What is <laughs> that, that? That is could that be a like cool a experiment. Poke? That could be a cool experiment. I want to try it. That would involve a GoPro and more money than I am willing to invest. Uh, let's let's go. I would I would put up a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if I get what a hundred divided by five is like. What twelve? Okay. What 12 lower, lower the stakes a little bit? How about two dollars? I think that's a good per high five. Yeah, like two dollar note. You know. Yeah, I can give. Uh, that's I, a good I, drink. I, I give fifty dollars to that. So fifty dollars divided by two. That's like what at least. 300 mm-hmm. high fives, right? Yeah, it's a lot of high fives. Just get a GoPro on your head, figure out. It could be like the next, you know, that freaking like flirty woman thing. Mm. Yeah. What was that? Wait, what was that thing? Like, the, you know, that, that video that went viral of like this woman that attached a camera to her secretly and like took um, video of basically guys in New York City going like, Woo, how you doing, girl? Hey, mommy. What's hey, up? Hey, hey, what you, hey, hey, what time your legs open, boo? Yeah, that kind so of thing. That. that video went viral yeah. like crazy. That's crazy. You could be that. I could be that. Yeah, you can be that. Yeah. But <laughs> wait, 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 what were we talking we're about? We're talking about uh, cell phone etiquette in the theater. But oh, look, right. look, Patty Lapone. You know who Patty Lapone is? Yes, I do. Legendary theater actress. Yes. She... She's she's done with this shit, man. She doesn't want it anymore. Yeah. So the other night in her show, let's see what show she's in. She's in a show called Shows for Days. Without breaking character, she went into the audience and took someone's phone away. Just took it. Just Good took it. on you, Patty Lepone. Yep. This isn't the first time she's done this, right? I, or, or am I thinking of Liza Minnelli? I think it's both of them have done it. The Patty Lepone's this is kind of her thing. I think it was her last time as well. Several people have done this. There's, like, there's videos yeah. of her on YouTube you can see. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I remember, I think it was her where, like, she literally, she, she broke character in this one that I watched. She literally just went, like, okay, that's enough. You, what are you doing with your phone? Like, you know, this is a theater. People paid to watch this. And, yep. you're free, and, and like, the whole audience just erupted in applause. <laughs> but this time she didn't uh, break character. Like, that one she definitely broke character. But here, here, here. I'll just read it. It's really short. Let me just read this. Uh, Lapone, who plays a small-town theater diva in the comedy show for days, was already teed up after ring, uh, ringtones disrupted the sh- day's matinee, oh, creating, wow. she told the New York Times, a cacophony of noise. So when a woman seated at the end of the second row took to texting throughout the evening show, Lapone took matters into her own hands. Literally. The Tony winner shakes hands with an audience member as the second act's first scene ends. This time, she made off with the phone while staying in character. That's great. It's pretty badass. And then she tells Playbill, she says, We work hard on stage to create a world that is being totally destroyed by a few rude, self-absorbed, and inconsidered audience members who are controlled by their phones. Come in, guys. When a phone goes off or when an LED screen can be seen in the dark, it ruins the experience for everyone. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I think the fact that people are in such support of these kind of articles and things like this happening... It just goes to show how much, as a human race, we're kind of craving that, like, reversal of, like, you know, like us kind of taking over technology as opposed to technology yeah. taking over us. And I know it's hard a lot of the times, but try give it a shot, you know? Like, um, okay, for example, a bit of a stretch, but for like when I'm shooting back in um, Batam, 
I didn't really bother getting a phone card. Mm. So whenever I'm on location, I have no Wi-Fi connection that's at your, all. That's your chance to like plug off. Oh, yeah, yeah. So like literally for like maybe f- six, seven hours at a time, I have no connection to the outside world. And I find that that is so cool because, you know, you get a chance to sit down and talk to people. Yeah. Like actually look into their face and talk at, like not at, to their face, like, you know. Hello, Nathan. Hey, guys. how is your day today? I'm talking <laughs> at you. Okay, yes, exactly. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 nice to kind of be away from that yeah. small little universe you have in your no, hand. It's an amazing universe. It really is. It's an amazing world that you can carry in the palm of your hand. But there's also an amazing world in front of your yeah. eyes. Yes, that you can, you know, every once in a while. I mean, just do, this one thing. I'm sure you guys have heard of this, but if you haven't, I'm about to blow your mind. Bam. When you have, go out, when you have dinner with your friends, your family, do this thing. Put all your phones in the middle of the table, face down. Mm. The first person to touch their phone pays the bill. Yep. Unless you can have the whole meal and pay the bill, that's when you can touch your phones again. Very simple. Very easy. I feel like this game would not work at a table full of doctors. Yes. Yeah. But they shouldn't be having dinner together anyway. Yeah. They should be saving lives. Some of them should be at the hospital. <laughs> they should be saving lives, god damn it. I feel like it wouldn't work on two levels. One, because like they're on call. Yeah. So every kind of message matters. Plus two, they have beepers. Yeah. And two, they're doctors, so they have money. You know, they'll probably just like, hey, guy, all right, see you. Uh, my dinner. Paying for the meal. Fair enough. But if you're poor, like, you know, non doctors, do it. Just try it. Go next time you go have dinner, put all your phones in the middle. First person touch their phones, loses, has to pay the whole bill. Yeah. Unless you all, as a team, can make it through the whole dinner, pay the bill, you know, split it up, and then you can touch your phones. Team. Do it. Okay. So, John, seeing as to how we are dressed. Yep. We are in, dressed up. We are dressed up in cosplay. Um, again, if you want to check out the cosplay videos up on Facebook. Um, so good. Yeah. So strange. Um, we're in cosplay in honor of San Diego Comic Con. Yes. Happening right now as we speak. The annual Nerd Fest. Yes. And, you know, it's just kind of like a gathering of people. It, okay, like over the years, it's kind of become less about comics and more about like comic book movies, yeah. comic book Marvel's TV shows. Marvel's not even at this one. They're just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, weird. like why bother, right? <laughs> so what's the, there's a, there's a couple big, big to-dos that are happening at Comic Con. First thing you want to talk about, Nathan? Okay, I think Comic-Con this year is being taken over by Batman vs. Superman as well as Star Wars. Yeah, those are the big ones, right? Yeah, they, they, those two are like the heavy, heavy hitters. And as we talk right now, I'm actually pulling up like a news feed of um, San Diego Comic-Con only because like it's going on as we talk. Yes, yeah, let's see if there's anything new. Cause, um, yeah. Like, what if something crazy happens tomorrow and we totally missed out on it because we're... Because nah. it's it's day one... T- no, day two day is two. currently going it's on. Day two. day two of three. So, yeah. I think, okay, I, honestly, I think that's extremely likely to happen <laughs> because most of the cool stuff happens towards the end. Mm-hmm. And, like, the stuff that we're catching now is just a lot of the comic book-based stuff. But we saw some cool, like, no, but, like, the most, I think the Star Wars stuff is over, which has some awesome stuff. Like, yeah. if you guys haven't watched it yet, go check out, what are they calling it? That little reel that they showed. Like, mm-hmm. a little five-minute thing that shows a little behind-the-scenes of Star Wars and talking heads. The thing that got me hyped the most was when Mark Hamill, who's the first person to talk. If you don't know who Mark Hamill is, then what the fuck are you doing listening to this podcast? No, I'm just kidding. Mark Hamill, of course, is Luke Skywalker. Slash the Joker. And slash the Joker in a lot of animated series and whatnot. Oh, how professional. I'm sorry. What just played? <laughs> oh, Nathan Fillion's on stage at... Um, I love uh, Nathan Fillion. Yeah, he's on stage for, uh, for, for Nerd HQ. What's Nerd HQ? San Diego Comic Con. Anyway. Let's cut Sorry, that. guys. Let's cut that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, um, so yeah, Mark Hamill, he did all those things. And the first thing he said, he's the first one to talk in this little reel. He says, um, and I quote-ish, 
he says, uh, real sets, practical effects. Mm. And man, I, I jizz my pants. Yeah. And he was talking I didn't about digital jizz my pants. He, I he, he talked about like how it was just like the old days, like the original movies. Yeah. And that's kind of what this, this real shows. They showed miniatures, like mm. fucking like sand with a tie fighter in it. It's yeah, like, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I feel so much better for seeing all that stuff. The yeah. fact that they're making this stuff and they're not going to rely on CG. Yeah. The fact that Simon Pegg is in a cameo as an alien is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. They're, they're releasing a little bit more information about the cast. Yeah. We know who's there. They, we learned that the empire is now called, what are they called? The fucking, what are they called? The empire, the, the remnants of the empire are now called something. Great pull, John. Right? How <laughs> I good mean, am I? Um, I'll, I'll give you some time to think about that. But here's the yeah. thing. When I saw that reel, it was like basically like, as John said, like a behind the scenes reel of how they're kind of like approaching the special effects of this movie. Um, I was so like excited. And I don't say this lightly because I'm not a huge Star Wars fan per se. Mm-hmm. Um, I only recently just watched all six movies. Um, and to be honest, my, okay, my whole take on the Star Wars franchise as a whole is... Very creative, iconic, and just like very well, it's very accessible. They create a world that's very accessible, very diverse, and very, very iconic, of course. But the movies, as you know, movies, they're kind of generally not that great. They're, 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 they're basically kids' movies, if you think about them. You know, they're kind of kids' movies with very interesting characters that are, um, uh, that are very, uh, like I'm saying this word a lot, iconic, because yeah. you know that's that's what I was thinking every time well, I was I mean, watching. Okay. Well, I mean, okay, so I'm the opposite, of Nathan. I grew up on Star Wars. I've seen all the films multiple times, including the, the prequels. Yeah, and you know, I was one of those people who didn't hate the prequels at first, but now going back, yeah, they're pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. I really like the lightsaber battles though, so that you'll never. Oh yeah, the fight choreo is better. So good. Fight choreo is much better, and, and that just comes naturally at the but, times. Yeah, but I mean, like in the original writing of it, George Lucas and all of his cavalcade of writers who didn't come back for the prequels that's why they suck i mean they drew on like myth the flash gordon like just joseph campbell type stuff it's, it really is iconic because luke skywalker walks the road of a particular kind of hero it's really great and i don't know what the point i was gonna make, but it's good my point is it's good it's a good movie that's my point star wars <laughs> star wars good i think it's all right like i don't okay they're not bad I, I will say this, they're not bad movies, but they're not say like amazing movies. You know, like hey, when I when I say amazing movies, like you know, I'm thinking like like Shawshank Redemption, like that, it's a different kind of movie, isn't it? I, I know, I know, but, but like there's as a whole the tone of it and everything. But you like, also the have devices about, that they use. You also have to think about this. Like we almost take it for granted, but can you imagine living in a time before Star World, Star Wars, Star World, <laughs> Star World, Asia. no friends, no yeah, Simpsons <laughs> in Asia? How do you know? In Star Wars, okay, so you're you know it's. It's the 70s. Like, there's some stuff. There's sci-fi. There's Star Trek is around. But, like, this Blade comes Runner. in and just changes the whole landscape. This has affected every pop culture thing to come out since then. I would agree with it's that. It's huge. It's, that, it's, that's, that's why I say it's iconic. It's yeah. undoubtedly iconic. There are good movies, too, dude. Particularly Empire. Empire is such a damn good movie. They're all right. Shut up. <laughs> but, like, okay, like... No, but here, here's, here's, here's why I was so excited. Because when I watched the J.J. Abrams kind of, like, take on it, mm. I got kind of excited because I have a feeling that this might be... This could be their best one yet. I mean, the fact that George Lucas is not directing is a very good sign. <laughs> I have a very strong feeling. I have a very strong feeling of this one, Master John. 
God damn, you're trying to make a reference. I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying out. to make a reference. I don't know enough about Star Wars. God damn. <laughs> I will say this, though. This cast is off the hook. This yeah, is a man. good cast. And it's like, it's just it's just right in the spot where, like, no one's too famous. Mm. I mean, Dom Hall Gleason. Okay, these are the bad guys. Adam Driver, Dom Hall Gleason, and Miss Gwendolyn Christie. Really, though? Dom Hall Gleason is a villain? Like, well, he's very British. And he's a ginger, though. Yeah, but that never stopped Satan. Satan was a ginger, right? I mean, he must have been. I suppose. Exactly. Anyway. And then the good guys are mostly unknowns. Yeah. You have Daisy uh, Ridley, Ridley, and John Boyega, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac's fun. Oscar like Isaac's pretty known. So Oscar us. Isaac and Dom Gleeson. Back at it again. Ex Machina. Ex Machina style. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you have... Uh, the original Mark cast Hamill, of Harrison Harry Ford, Fisher, Harry Fisher. Fisher. it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be such a good movie. I can't wait. December can't come soon enough. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. think it. I think it might just be the best one yet. Only because like, the approach that they're taking is, it's a it's the right mix of modern but respect to the past, and of course you know they have the original cast in there, and I just think the storytelling this time is gonna be much tighter. Yeah. Because I because well, like, if you notice recently a lot of big blockbuster action movies they're slowly getting their shit together. They're slowly figuring out that you know it's not always about explosions and like big tanks and like things hitting each other at high speeds. That helps an action movie. <laughs> But, you know, it also helps tell the story in a nice, cohesive way. And I think that big action movie people are kind of understanding that now. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, again, I'm very hopeful about it, too. But I'm just really glad that George Lucas isn't writing or directing this. That's the thing. I'm going to give my pre-review. Star Wars, Force Awakens, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's my prediction, and I'm sticking to it. That sounds kind of fair, actually. Yeah. But that's also... a stupid thing to, to even try to do but here's what the big thing is and this is like nerds out there will be with me on this this time no the force awakened is written by lawrence uh lawrence kazdan who worked on the original trilogy among other things and he was basically he's responsible for what made it good he did empire like empire is pretty much well regarded as the best one he also did raiders of the lost ark uh-huh what's up what's up return of the jedi yeah, but also a big thing to be announced from Star Wars is that there's going to be anthology films. Mm, you hear about that? Spin-offs, yeah. Yeah, kind of like spin-offs. It's basically like, okay, so you're going to have Star Wars 7, 8, and 9 to come out in, if they stay on schedule, 2016, 2018, 2020, respectively. Yeah. Which is like, 20, that's like the future, man. Yeah. That's crazy. And in between those years, you're going to have films that are not um, actual standalone films, but fill in the gaps. Like so, basically, what they did with the Star Wars books back in the '90s and early 2000s, they're doing now with movies. Yeah, that's that. Pretty much, Star Wars is never going to die. So yeah, <laughs> I love that. So the three <laughs> movies are: there's going to be a Han Solo as a young man. That's yeah. going to be good. Uh, the the I don't know if this is how confirmed this is or not, but apparently they're going to have a Boba Fett movie, which you know fan Ooh. favorite. And here here's the third one. Okay, I'm going to test your Greek knowledge here, Nathan. Okay. How did they learn about the in episode in A New Hope episode mm -hmm, four? Yeah. How did the Alliance learn about the weak spot in the Death Star? Um, it was through blueprints taken from my butthole because I don't know. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so Mon Mothma, who's the cute little <clears throat> like with the pixie haircut, she's she's a hottie. She's a hottie every time. Uh, one of the leaders of the rebellion. She basically delivers the fact that like um, there was a secret mission to steal the blueprints of the Death Star, and that's how they found it out. So there's a movie coming out. It's going to be called Rogue One about the team that goes on the mission to um, 
to get the blueprints. I'm really excited for this one. Sweet. They're pretty. They're basically. It's also been the being written by story. Lawrence Kasdan, so it should be good. And they're saying that it's basically going to be a straight up like war movie. And this one probably doesn't have any Jedi's. It's just going to have soldiers against stormtroopers. And I'm looking forward to that. One I'm, I'm down for that. I think that's the first one. That's going to be coming out next year. Like, here's the thing: with all these kind of um, Star Wars related, comic book related kind of movies. They can hype it all they want at Comic-Con, and they can kind of give previews as much, and they can look as good or as bad as they want. I don't care. I'm going to be... Everyone in the world I'm is going to watch it. going to be watching it. Okay, but I was thinking about this the other day, right? Can you imagine if you cryogenically froze someone from, like, the late 80s? No, sorry, like, the early 90s, and you brought them back year 2015, and they looked in the cinemas, and they see what's in the cinemas coming out this, uh, this year. Star Wars, Jurassic Park... Terminator. Yeah, and they're like, what? There's a Clinton in the office? This is after Hillary Clinton wins the presidency. So it's yeah. like, so how, basically nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. How trippy is that? Is it like... 3D is still shitty. 3D is still shitty. Terminator is still in the cinemas. Jurassic Park is still in the cinemas. Star Wars is still in the cinemas. Strange times we're living in. Yeah. Like, do you even think that, like, people that... Do you, okay, do you think that all these movies are pretty much just catering to the nostalgia crowd? Or are they trying to approach new I think audience? it's just like, it's the idea of like, you need to make money. Like, that's the thing. It's like, these things just make so much money. I can't imagine It's hard that, to make like, money on a new in, uh, intellectual property. I suppose. I don't know. I can't imagine like, like say, a 15-year-old being excited for Terminator Genesis, you know? I don't, yeah, but I The same way how like 15-year-olds were excited for Terminator 2 back in the day. Mm. I don't think that like, no one's going to be as excited for Genesis because, you know, salvation wasn't great. And I don't know. He's got to make the movies, man. So they will come make the movies and they will come. They will come. Oh, yeah. All over it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, bottom line, Star Wars things happening. I, whatever, I don't care. I'm going to go watch them anyway. Because, you know. Because you watched them once already. Because, yeah. You watched them one whole time. I'm invested, so. Man, I've read the books. I've read the comic books. I've read New Jedi Order. I'm such a nerd. I wish I was more invested in that universe. Honestly, the thing... The my biggest my favoriteest Star Wars thing ever was the PC game Star Wars Jedi Outcast. Ah, oh, that was a good one. I, did I play that one? I played New Jedi Order. That's the one where you play Cal Katarn. Ah, you know I played the one after that, dude. I read about they made Cal Katarn a, a character in the books. And I read all that. I loved that game only because you can pull down the, the drop menu and like enter cheats and like <laughs> find like find like a nice big space and then spawn like twenty Jedi's. And then make yourself in control of an ATT walker. Oh, speaking of... But, you know, there's like um, uh, what you call it? an MMO of Star Wars. I don't even know what it's called. But there was a trailer that came out. Knights of the Old Republic? It's, I don't know if it's that. But there was a trailer that came out that was part of E3. It was one of the most amazing trailers I've ever seen. Oh, was it Was it the one uh, with the, um, Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader at the end of it? No. No, no, no. This is like... It's like... It's from... Oh, we talked about that one, right? So it's an MMO. And it's set way in the past. Like old, old times right yeah and it's about these it's about these two brothers and one turns to the dark side just two brothers it's probably the best star wars based thing i have ever seen and i will put it in the notes I, I can't find it right now but it was so good i think i vaguely know what you're talking about yeah i, believe I might have seen a trailer this i know this is terrible it's podcasting. so hard to google because there's like there's so much you google star wars there's like so much things that are coming up right this, now this this year has been a big year for star wars in terms of like promising people like yo we got this shit coming all right fine sorry it's okay so guys check this out on youtube star wars the old republic knights of the fallen empire trailer it is the most yeah that's the one I saw. it's like the greatest fan-made trailer ever it's so cool fan-made trailer it's i mean it's because i mean the last this kind of stuff is 
fans make dude there is a a whole avalanche of fan-made movies on the internet of like I'm people sure. who have like who like a- animated or just filmed a lot of star uh, a lot of lightsaber battles but obviously this is an official thing oh, yeah, to, to, to all you star wars nerds out there if you look up like youtube the phantom edits <laughs> like that's basically they made an abridged version of the first th- like the, the prequels of the movie and they got rid of jar jar binks right yeah no they basically cut down like one two three into like a two and a half hour thing yep. that basically told the story as much as you need to know and got rid of all the unnecessary shit. Jar Jar Binks, majority so of Anakin's stupid. dialogue. So stupid. Yeah. Midichlorians is the stupidest idea in the world, including Nazism. It's the stupidest idea of all time. Midichlorians and Nazism. So dumb. It's like, oh, I gotta check his blood. Oh, it's full of, it's full of force moving <laughs> particles. Stupid assholes. George Lucas fucked it up. <laughs> So, anyway, what else is? Are we, is there anything else? I feel like we've talked. No, I think about. we talked about everything. <laughs> Sperm whale, super Star Warsy, super Star Warsy. La- yeah. I, I don't know how. Singapore news going. in thirty seconds. Sperm whale showed up on a beach. Oh, sperm whale showed up on a beach. John, Train. tell me more about that. Yeah, there was a sperm whale that showed up. It was actually really sad. There was like pictures of it, it was all bloody and whatnot. Yeah, whales die. But you think that was a tragedy? The trains broke down. That was a tragedy. That was a tragedy too. Yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> Next I mean, segment. These are these are all things that kind of just already happened, and you know what? What, you, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. The only things I have to say about that is when I heard about the sperm whale, I thought my friend was lying to me because they're like, "Oh, a sperm whale washed up on the shore of uh, what? Jo- jo- um, Somewhere? Juro? Something? Oh, a sperm whale washed up on the shores of Singapore." I'm like, "Yeah, sperm whale. Funny is making a dirty joke. I, is that a mom joke? I don't know." Then I googled it and like, "Oh shit, there's actually so a whale." It's a sperm whale. Yeah, it's crazy. And then for the train thing. I wish I could empathize, but I was in Batam during that time. So, um, sorry, guys. Yep. I wasn't even in the country. Anyway, moving on. Next segment. Next segment. All right. From boobs to butts, indeed. What is your favorite, Nathan? What is your favorite board game? Favorite board game? Okay, so... um, to those that don't know, John a and board I... board game is a game that you play <laughs> when you're <a> bored. <laughs> Good one. When you're bored. Good one. No, no. All right. What were you going to say? Um, we are both pretty board game nerdy people. Pretty avid board games. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like, I think board games have kind of died out over the years. And in, in the mainstream, in the mainstream kind of consciousness, um, board games have kind of died out. Because, you know, remember when you were kids, you're playing like Monopoly, Game of Life, Uno, things yeah. like that. And they've kind of taken a back seat. You know, the, the internet with, came along. Yeah, internet, video games, things like that. That's actually, it's a pretty good time to talk about this since we're talking about how we don't become, we're, we're losing our humanity because oh, yeah, of technology. Yeah, exactly. Fucking butt, pull out a board game. Fucking butt games. Fucking what <laughs> pull out a board game to play with your friends and put your phones away because you have to focus yeah. and concentrate okay um, okay so uh, i think i feel like mainstream uh humans don't quite know what's going on in the world of board games currently but oh, dang but there's, it's there's crazy time to be cool a board shit game going on right now because like we mentioned before like the world of monopolies and unos and game 11 those classic games gave birth to a new generation of game makers that are creating games with insane premises from zombie apocalypses to haunted houses to, like, um, insane Jedi battles. And, like, you know, they're going insane with the board game medium. And there's so much out there. All you got to do is visit your local board game shop or go to a board games cafe. So here's the thing. If, yeah, if if, if the thing that comes to your mind when you think of board game is Monopoly... 
Yeah, I mean, that's you gotta pretty learn much yourself. You got to learn yourself, girl. But yeah, a couple of decades ago, this whole thing started basically in Europe where this it was like a revolution of designer board games. So Bloody basically Europeans. these guys would would um would, were creating elaborate board games with that were more story driven, more more um intricate rules and stuff and there's there's a whole cavalcade of them. Um, Settlers of Catan. If you've heard that ever, that's kind of the one that's kind of really been bringing classic. it. That's the that's the new classic. That's the that's our version of Monopoly. That's the nerdy one that everyone's played. If you're yeah. into board games currently, so Nathan, yeah, what is your favorite board game? My favorite board game is uh, I guess it counts as a board game, although it utilizes more cards than anything else. Yeah, we'll count those as well. There's a lot of the games yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Basically, a game that comes in a box. Yes. Um, it is a game called Citadels. Nice. Now, Holy like, shit. I, again, I know that's that's a legendary game, but I've never actually played it. So, what's okay. it about? So, the basis of Citadels, I mean, simply put, is uh, you are a builder, like you know, an owner of a city, and you have to build X amount of um, buildings and houses, and like, if you reach X amount first, you win. Of course, of course, there's tons of other complicated things that go on, but the main mechanic that is so interesting is that they have eight to nine character classes in the game. And you can kind of, every turn that you take, you have to switch character classes. And each character class has its own special ability from like stealing to killing to um, like uh, uh, building special uh, things and gaining more money or whatever. Basically, the game constantly changes. The game changes every single turn Mm -hmm. because your character classes is constantly shifting. And because of those shifting kind of like, um, uh, power levels and power play going on. You need to be able to read your friends. You need to be able to read their choices. You know where they're going with their game, what their strategy is. It's crazy, and I love it. It's so simple. It, like it's basically just cards and a bunch of like counters that represent money. Right. And it's such a. I, I don't know. I just love it because every time I play it, um, you get to first of all have co- like actual real conversations with your friends. Second, it's a great time killer because one game could last up to maybe like half an hour to an hour. That's um, pretty quick. In, the, in our world, that's pretty quick because uh, a lot true. of more that elaborate is, games can last quick. four or five hours. That is true. Uh, some even more elaborate games can last up to two days. Yeah. I have one underneath my table right now that I haven't pulled out. Um, it's called Diplomacy. Fuck that game. Um, oh, le- Diplomacy is legendary. Yeah, I hear that game less. It's like Risk, right? But like way crazier. <laughs> it's, it's, Diplomacy is a game where there is basically no pieces Every no, there's no like yeah. There's minimal pieces. All your actions take place on a piece of paper, and you have to write it down with a pen. That's ridiculous. That's it's, okay. it's insane. It's a kid's toy. You gotta write it down. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, but yeah, Citadels <laughs> is like my pick because I played it a lot. Um, even till today, I play it every once in a while with friends, and it's just such. Any game that involves like some kind of like backstabbing or some kind of like you know alliances maybe formed along the way, I love that because. It makes it just makes like it okay, it's more like, interactive experience. It's it? so like, much you know. more interactive because I feel like games like Settlers, a lot of times you're just playing for yourself. Yeah, as opposed to like you know Citadels, where you're playing, you you you. I mean, you're playing for yourself to win, but you're also very wary of everyone else around you and like how they can help you, how they can hurt you. I love that like constantly shifting um, power. That's interesting. Okay, that's a nice contrast to my my pick for my favorite game. What is it? So you know when it comes to when you're a big board game nerd like we are, like your favorite game is constantly shifting from week to week depending on what you're into. But I think I'll have to go with the pick. Is it was one of the first board games I actually bought. It's this game called Pandemic. Have you played Pandemic? Ooh, I've heard of it. And I have seen many expansions and things like that in board game yep. stores. I've never played it once. It's great. Okay. I think I think I bought, on the same day, I bought Ticket to Ride and Pandemic. 
So those are like those are like two. These are the two. I would say along with Catan, these are two of the big pillars of modern day board gaming. So what makes um, Pandemic so interesting is that you play with your friends, right? But you're not playing against each other. You're actually playing mm. with each other. It's a cooperative board game. Interesting. So you and up to four or five of your friends, depending on your expansions, are represent a team of CDC specialists. Okay. Trying to stop Center for Disease Control, control in Atlanta. So your board is the map of the world with major cities into it in it. And you're fighting against multiple diseases. You're trying to stop a global pandemic via different roles, different rules, different things you can do and stuff like that. That sounds like I don't badass. the rules are quite elaborate. Like it'll take you a while to get up and going, but once you start, it is the most amazing game. Mm. You're playing with each other, so it's that camaraderie's building, you're trying to beat this game. Like you think you're gonna win and all of a sudden you get your ass kicked. You'll lose this game more times than you win. That's what's but it, and you'll still have so much fun with oh, it. Wow. And that's what blew my mind. I was like, wait a minute, you can play a board game. And not be cooperative? Bored? And not be bored? No. And be, but, but cooperative aspect, because I love that. I don't yeah. really like I'm not a big fan of playing against people. If it's even if it's like a fighting game or if it's not, I get more excited about playing with people. Oh, an actual That's fight. why I like Left 4 Dead. Yeah, fair enough. No, co- cooperative board games are always tons of fun because like um, those kind of games always tend to the the their goals tend to shift fairly often, mm-hmm. and like you need to constantly just be on your feet and like not be as selfish, you know, as most board games kind of like expect you to be. Yeah. Honorable mention to um, a game that John introduced to me yeah, that I really I liked. Gonna say. Dead of Winter. Dead of Winter. That's right. Oh, if, my God. Man, for the one, co- the one <sighs> board game nerd out there, he's like, what? He has a copy? This thing has been sold out forever. I got off eBay. I paid double the price. Is I it, have it. It's such a good game. Sold out is not the right word. It's out of print. Yeah. The company making it, the company making it just doesn't have any more. That's why if you go to any board game shop, you ask them for Dead of Winter, they're like, sorry, we ain't got none. <laughs> and, okay, this game, it is basically a zombie apocalypse game, and you are playing the survivors. So it's survivors against zombies, and if you're unlucky, there could be a traitor. Could be a traitor. There could be a traitor amongst you. It's I think so that's good. enough to sell you on that game. Just check it out. I, I had so much fun. John introduced it to me. Um, I borrowed it, played it with a bunch of friends, and like they enjoyed it just as much. Didn't invite me, by the way, but that's okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no. Okay, but before we wrap this up, because yeah, we are, we need to wrap this up. I just want to say real quick, shout out shout to out. Paradigm Infinitum. Paradigm Infinitum. That's, that's, a, that's a midpoint orchard. They're a really good board game store. And also Toy Tag at Harborfront. I mm. love both these places. I yeah. go there. That's where I buy my board games. There's also yeah. a couple online stores you can check that are actually specific for singapore yeah Just awesome it. awesome specialty short, uh, stores i i i, bleh, I particularly yeah. like um paradigm infinitum uh midpoint orchard there. yeah Mid- midpoint orchard is the building between center point and orchard plaza so it's, it's opposite it's, orchard central it's like really easy to like not even see that it exists yes because it's there's literally <laughs> it's like nothing building. else there's nothing else on that building but paradigm infinitum um, a building full of hair salons Makeup and stuff, yeah. and a place that sells about me Indonesian bat me, which is actually pretty damn good. You don't even know what that is. They have it's like called J Town Cafe, Ooh. and they sell Indonesian bat me and Indonesian Indonesian murtabak. So bat me is like Indonesian handmade noodles Ooh. with like you know meat and soup and whatever. Let's get some of that right now. And uh, murtabak is like I know what murtabak is. That's what I... No, 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 no. That's, Ooh, you're, you're thinking murtabak. Indian murtabak. Yeah, I'm thinking Indian murtabak. Indonesian murtabak is dessert murtabak. They couldn't so, get their own name. They had to call the same thing. I don't quite know. Maybe murtabak is like a catch-all term, but it's like <laughs> two greasy pancakes. With chocolate and peanuts and cheese in the middle. Cheese. And now we want to get into the stuff that we checked out last week. Yeah. John, it's your turn to lead the song. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. 
I've noticed over the last few weeks we've never been in tune together. So today I'm gonna try. All right. That's not fair because I don't even know how to be in tune. <laughs> so it'll be it'll be like like two for one, one for two then. You know what I'm gonna do? Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna bust onto the song, and because you're so musically amazing, you just follow me. We'll do. I'm not even. Gonna, we're not gonna try to sing at the same. Just harmonize, whatever. Okay, all right. Dude, you, you got, got to, to check, check this thing out right now. Check this out because it's so cool. Yeah, bitches. Best one yet. Best one. Oh my god. <laughs> There's the sneeze. It's been an hour coming, ladies and gentlemen. Hot damn. That powder. Time that powder on my Made its way up into your brain and finally idea. it came out. Uh, it's just so much. Ah. <laughs> uh, and every time I breathe in, it gets worse. It's just so much powder on my face. <laughs> At least you know. Next time, not to put, you know, that on your face. Don't put baby powder all over your face. There's, three, your there's three layers of baby powder on my face. You're committed, though. I applaud the commitment. Oh. Okay, so I'm going to go first because I'm excited about this one. So last week you told me to check out Remember the Titans. Yeah, yeah, uh, Always, classic always movie. remember the Titans. Classic movie from the year 2000, uh, Denzel Washington, Disney movie. Um, I really like this movie because, okay, for, okay, for two main big reasons. First of all, I'm a sucker for a good sports movie. Me too. Sports movies, you know, you kind of always know how it's going to end. They're predictable, but you, they're yeah. formulaic, but man, they're, it's when such they a get it journey. right, they just pull your heartstrings, it's don't they? It's such a good journey, and you just, you're like in front of your screen going like, yeah, do it, get it, son. Yeah, um, and do you even know like the rules of football? Have you ever watched oh, American nope, football? Nope. I know nothing about right? the game. You don't have to. You really don't. Um, and that's like the, 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 the sign of a good sports movie that like it can take a sport that you have no interest in or no knowledge in and make it something that gets you riled up yeah. but another reason why I love this movie um, so this movie came out in 2000 uh, when I was 9 <laughs> so uh, of course when I was 9 I watched nothing but cartoons so I kind of missed out on this one so I always love it when I watch like movies from the late 90s early 2000s like now today because you tend to see a lot of familiar faces that are you know a-list celebrities now but at isn't the time, it crazy who's in yeah, this movie at yeah. the time they were kind of like supporting roles so you know um one of the standouts you know that um super a-lister now but you know played a super small role remember the titans he was tiny ryan gosling ryan gosling's in this movie man. i call him i call him ryan sapling in this one because <laughs> he's, really he's like he's he's not quite um the, the the god the god that he is today you know yeah well he, it's ironic because gosling is what is a baby Goose, right? I don't know. Anyway. There's so much potential in there, you know, so it's just magical to watch him, you know, slowly blossom. Um, I love you, Ryan. Um, but yeah, uh, he's in this movie. Uh, that dude from My Name is Earl is in, is in this movie. Oh, even Supplee. Yeah. He yeah, was I, I, huge back then, man. I always know him from Boy Meets World. He was huge. I mean, he's always been a bigger guy, but I had no idea that he was bigger, you know, when he was younger. Yeah, he was a big dude. Um, and Turk. Turk, Turk from Scrubs Donald is in this Faison, movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I love watching movies from like the like late nineties, early two thousands, like movies that I missed out on as a kid because you just tend to see all these like familiar faces that are you know yeah. there. Um, we, we, we should before we go further. I mean, that's yes, yeah, very interesting. But we should yeah. let's briefly say what it's about. Cause yes, because I, I don't think you motherfuckers are really checking out our shit. Yeah. So remember the anyway. Titans. It's a it's a movie about um, one of the like the first football team in America that. Um, tried to unify black and yeah. white players on the same not team. Not quite. And let's let's say that it's it's based on a true story and yes. they took a lot of liberties, but they're basically in this 
uh, in the state of Virginia, football is huge. And one of the first schools in this particular district is the is one of the, is the first ones to yeah put together black and white players, and this is in the late seventies or in the mid seventies where racial tensions are at its peak, and it's just basically about how um, one team led by two coaches, one black, one white, just basically defeated racism. They defeated it. They get together, and we remember the Titans. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Please continue on Do, with what you were saying. The, okay, the racism is a huge theme in his movie, yep. and I remember when I was watching it. I was thinking like, oh wow, this movie could be heavy. It's it's it could be heavy, but the thing is like, wow, like it's set in 1971, right? I believe so. Yes, it's set in 1971, which is really not that long of time ago. ago. 1971, our parents weren't even like that. Yeah, they young. were. They were hip. Yeah, like our parents were like fairly old already. You know, my parents were just started dating. I think. Yeah, exactly, and it it just wasn't that long time ago, and racism was you know alive and well back then, alive and well today. And, like, it just kind of blew my mind because when I was watching it, like, I was thinking, like, where's the period clothing? Why are they wearing polo t-shirts and, like, flannel? Like, they're being so racist. It's uncomfortable to see them in, like, modern-day clothing. Like, did this really happen so soon? Yeah. Like, so close to our time? And, yes, it did, you know? I, I, I'm i sure, you know, they dramatized a bit of it, but I'm actually pretty sure they didn't because um, you see what's happening today and it's reflected very much and, you know, the way it's being portrayed in this movie that is set in the 1970s. And, I don't know, man, something about that was just so crazy. It was, yeah. just, it was just way too close to, like, what we're dealing with today with, like, the whole... Because yeah. um, it just took me aback because, like, the first incident in the movie, as, as they're getting started, right, is that there's a kind of a, almost a riot that's about to break out because yeah. a white owner of a store had just shot a black yes. uh, person, black kid. Yeah. This movie could have come out, like, last month. Yeah. And, like, it would, and, and it would have, would have won an Oscar. Yeah, it just it just shows that like things are relevant because it's relevant. I mean, this is a Disney movie. Yeah, it was made by Walt Disney, and it's it's just like still, that wasn't made by Walt. Disney. Oh, it wasn't made by him. He's just frozen, right? But yes. but the point is that it's it's a Disney movie. It's formulaic, but like the things they touch upon and deep shit. And yeah, they don't hold back. Very and you know what's deep. interesting? This is a fun fact, listeners. Uh, the school in. Uh, in this movie is called T.C. Williams High School. It's in Alexandria, Virginia. I just Google mapped it and my childhood home is 30 miles from there. Oh. I grew up right where this happened. That's cool. Yeah. It wasn't like that when I was there. There was no racism. <laughs> no. no. But dang, man. Like this, this this is a really cool movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, again, formulate, you know, Walt, like Disney movie, you know, the, sure. like yeah. one thing I noticed is that like, is that like, again, it's for people who are not really into sports. So like, you know, that something bad's happening because the music is all like, and then you know, that's, you're supposed to be suspense because it's like the music is just telling you how to feel Yeah, when they score a touchdown, like pop music comes in. Like, <laughs> but Hey man, Denzel Washington, he was such a badass. Like this movie. is truly one of my favorite performances by Denzel Washington. Here's he, the thing. Yeah, sorry, go on. So good. Like, he's done so many good stuff in his time from Glory to, you know, to Training Day, all these stuff. Yes. Like, he's won his Oscar. He, uh, But, like, truly my favorite, maybe not his best. Definitely, I think, for me, definitely my favorite, though, is mm. his performance as Coach Boone in Remember the Titans. A hard ass who always remains likable and a very tough man. A very good. Fuck, it's such a good movie. I love this movie so much. Here's the, here's the thing about Denzel Washington. He's one of those just iconic actors that, you know, like, no one really questions. He's on the level of, like, the Morgan Freemans, on, like, the Tom Cruises, mm. uh, on the, 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 the George Clooney's. Mm-hmm. Like, they're kind of just, they're the acting guy, you know? They're like the Pantheon. Like, if you're going to have a Mount Rushmore of actors, yeah, exactly. you would be considered. <laughs> exactly. Like, I was just 
he's he's been in every movie since like the beginning of time for me, you know. And I was so curious. I looked into like his Rotten Tomatoes kind of like history. Mm-hmm. This guy's got range. Who should we play? Should we play? I'm gonna play, play a little game of right, you. Right. I'm gonna play a little game of you. Um, I'm gonna shorten it because we're running a bit long. But this guy has got range. And when I say range, I mean range. So are you gonna name a movie and then I have to guess the Rotten Tomato score? Is that what? No, that that's gonna be a little bit tough for now. Okay, okay. What I want you to guess is the movie. Uh, no, no. I want, I want you to guess what was his highest Rotten Tomatoes percentage and Ooh. his lowest Rotten Tomatoes percentage. I would say his highest is 96. 96? Okay. And what do you think his lowest would be? Denzel Washington. What would it be, though? I'm sure it was... I wonder if... See, the thing is, I wonder if it's like he was like the main actor in the movie. But I'm going to say, because you because you say it's such so wide, I'm going to say his lowest is 17. Okay. So his lowest range movie, 17%, and his highest, 96%. That's my guess. Those are my guesses. Okie dokie. And here's the answer. Yes. So his best movie, according to Rotten Tomatoes, Glory, as you mentioned. The Glory, uh, yes. 93%. 93. Such a great movie. 93%. A solid, you know, like 93%. Okay, and the lowest. His lowest range movie, you predicted 17%. You are way off, my friend. His lowest... 0%. 0. 0%. 0% heart condition. He played a character called Napoleon Stone. And here, okay, I was thinking the same thing as you. Oh, maybe he was just like a small supporting role back when he was a smaller actor. I'm thinking nope. that this, this one had like three critics or something. No, okay, this movie was shot in 1990. Okay. Done, done in 1990. He's on a freaking poster. Look at that. He's on a poster. It's It stars Denzel Washington, wow. Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins? Mario's in this? Yeah. Um, 0%. Okay, John. So I got you to check out um, the cartoon Rick and Morty. Uh, done by um, uh, Dan, Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? This is an interesting <laughs> little TV show. Okay, here's my first thought is that, man, this show is so obviously made for people who are stoned. Really? <laughs> like, you got to be high as hell to really, really get into Adult Swim. I, in general, I feel. Okay. But this show in particular, it's just weird. It is weird. It's funny, would, though. A lot of it was quite funny. I didn't find myself laughing out loud, like, a lot. Mm. But... It's a pretty decent show. I I'm, I'm, I only got about seven episodes in. That's decent, yeah. So I, decent There's in. only 12 in the first season, yeah. Yeah, some of, it, some of the shit really, really kind of annoys me, though. Like, the, the voice recording stuff. Like, I, like how he burps randomly and stuff. Like, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> okay, like, I think Rick and Morty, it was kind of like a take, an alternate take of Doc and Marty. Yeah, from the Back, Back to the, the Future, Future duo. Definitely, yeah. And it actually started off as, like, a parody cartoon that was extremely filthy. Yeah. And, like, it was just... It was, it was almost disturbing to watch. But because Dan Harmon is Dan Harmon, he thought it was hilarious. And he decided to make a whole TV show out of it. <laughs> yeah, and so very basically. Okay, so uh, um, Rick is the uncle to Morty. Rick is a genius scientist. Morty's a dumbass. And they go on adventures. And it's funny. That's basically it, right? Basically it. Like one time they go inside a guy's body. Sometimes they go into alternate. They do an Inception as episode. Uh, yeah, it's 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 weird. I just think the style is so interesting, though. Like in terms of the jokes and like the sharpness of how it's written, and just like, like the characters of how you have like this old man that kind of takes no shit, yeah. and this kid who is basically being like literally being dragged along against his will like the entire time. <laughs> Something about that just funny. makes me laugh. The, the animation's good. I find it weird that their eyes, their pupils are like weird like acid. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's it's like, but the voice the voice actors are good. I mean, you have Sarah Chalk from Scrubs, who I love. Mm-hmm. And you have the... I really need to be able to pull this up quicker. Uh, Dr. Spachemin. Yeah, what's his name? Chris Parnell. Chris Parnell, he's great. Yeah. He's also an archer. I love him. That's another show I haven't checked out yet. What? 
Yeah, I know. You right? haven't seen Archer. No, isn't that crazy? I should have recommended you Archer. Damn it! Because if you were to put like those two next to each other, I would say similar in styles in the sense that like they both have very quick fire jokes that you, if you kind of miss them, you miss them. Right. Um, but Archer is oh my god, Archer is amazing. I'll save that for some other time. Uh, do you have anything else to say for Rick and Marty? Mm. It's funny. Check it out. <laughs> okay. So Archer, that's what you yeah, want me to check I, out. I want you to check out Archer. The board game things. Let's scrap that idea for now. Um, we will just do that for. Let's maybe. still play the board games though, because I want to play board let, games. Let's still play stuff. the board games. Yeah. Or we'll save that for um, what you've been up to or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a shared what you've been up to. Yeah, why not? Um, but check this shit out. I want you to check out Archer because I feel very strongly about that show. All right. So how many seasons are there? <laughs> a bunch. A bunch. Okay, I'll 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 start on it and see how far I get in. Did you ever watch that show? Um, Ah, what's it? it's like it's it's set in a submarine, like um, oh, Yellow Submarine by the Beatles. No, 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 like Sea Adventure. Like See, I haven't. I know Sea something something something. Yeah, it's that's another um, Sea Voyage nineteen. That, like, that was an Adult Swim as well, right? Exactly. I haven't watched any of that stuff. Like same creators though, okay. similar art style. But anyway, <coughs> great show, great jokes. They, I'm always so surprised by like how many lines that they can cross for a show that's on <laughs> network television. <laughs> Yeah, I'll check it out. I mean, I've been I've been watching that for a while. I mean, I love. Um, God damn, I really can't pull names tonight. Um, the girl, the lady, Bob's Burgers. No, the girl. Oh, the girl, the African American lady. Oh, Aisha Tyler. Aisha Tyler, she's great. Yeah, I thought you were talking about um, H. John Benjamin. Nah, he's great too. I will check this out. I can't wait. Yeah. All well, right, so what's your what's your check this shit out for next week? You see, this is cool, Nathan, because usually, like, historically, our check this out have been quite old stuff. But I want you to check out something that actually just came out a couple days ago. Ding. Fresh. Yeah. Called Seven Days in Hell. That sounds terrifying. No, it's it's terrifyingly funny. It's terrifying how much you're going to laugh. <sighs> Guys, if you haven't seen it yet, check out the trailer. It's okay. It's just, it's a comedy spoof. It's, uh, oh, we're doing more sports again. Because it's a comedy spoof about a tennis match that lasted seven days. Starring Kit Harrington, Jon Snow himself, and Andy Samberg. Huh? I'm just going to tell this because they reviewed this in the trailer. Um, Andy Samberg plays Aaron Williams who is an adopted brother of Serena and Venus Williams. I'm and when we log like, off, I'm going to make Nathan watch the trailer. We'll put it up on the show notes, but you're going to love this thing. It was funny. All right. So that's what curious. we're doing next week, yeah? I'm very curious. All right, and that brings us to the end of the podcast. That brings us to that's the end. That's it, huh? The, this was, I think this was a very inside kind of episode. Don't you feel that? I feel like it was a very good episode. Yeah? I felt like we just kind of talked at length about shit that was bothering us. <laughs> No, like, I don't think so. I think we had a lot of stuff that was fun. I don't know. Anyway, I, okay. you guys let us know by yeah. canceling your subscription. No, don't, don't, don't leave us. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're still trying to figure this thing out. But if you're having a good time... I'm not apologize for myself. Our podcast is awesome and you are awesome. If you're still having fun with us, um, you know, let us know. Uh, respond, comments, whatever <laughs> the hell. Please respond to us. Please let us know you're there. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to sound desperate. You don't have to talk to it. I don't care. Yeah, whatever. You text me. I'm not going to check my phone all the time. Yeah. See if you responded. Who gives a oh, shit? Oh, 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 two checks? Okay. Oh, wait, two blue checks? Okay, well. Um, we don't need you. Whatever. Yeah. You know. I'm just going to pretend like I'm doing something. I'm not waiting for your text to come in. I love you. Please text me back. See you next week. See ya. Bye. Um, it was through blueprints taken from my butthole. <laughs>